0: Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it.
1: Well, welcome to Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast. We did not have our usual intro right now because we had a technical difficulty with the go live and we just spent 26 minutes and about 48 seconds of absolute awesomeness that only Frankie... That's right. The head cheese, provolone, polifroni, and I got to uh got got to it, it, y'all. It was unbelievable. Just take our word for it. <laughs> so for all you non-long form podcast listeners, you're probably gonna be excited because this bitch probably only be like 30 or 45 minutes because we've been recorded 25 minutes
0: of nothing. <laughs>
1: nothing. <laughs> See, this is what so happens good. when Alex puts me in charge. Oh, i pressed yeah. the go live button i pressed go live and it didn't go live and my dumb ass was so excited to talk to frankie i didn't even double check my li- my little live button up here in the top left to see if i it was see recorded. it
0: yeah i see it now yeah. too
1: <laughs> frankie i'm sweating i'm sweating so bad right now like i ain't embarrassed because nope. you know this was, no lie this shit was bound to fucking happen absolutely so was, why the fuck did it have to happen negative. now
0: why? Why now? This was so much fun. We had hey, damn I, it. That was a good one. That we yeah, there was a good one. So if anybody missed, yeah, obviously y'all missed it. If you want to catch up, we're gonna do a moonlight fireside storytelling section with Paulie Gorgonzola and Frankie P.
1: <laughs> Look, all right. I'm gonna give y'all a quick roundup of what happened in the 25 minutes you missed. All right, we did our intro. We cracked beers. Frankie today cracked a beer from where?
0: two roads no limits heffenweisen.
1: Heffenweisen. i cracked my beer from last week not the same one a different one uh the beer tropical finger majiggy frankie introduced himself um we we talked some banter back and forth i learned him about saying angler and fisher he also worked on his southern accent which got a little bit better as we drink we think it will get better um we talked about his story growing up fishing, and he learned that he kept, caught a 27-inch jackfish on a rod that his neighbor gave him, not a pickerel, and he didn't eat the jackfish. <laughs> and then we talked a little bit about being uh, him being a co-angler slash uh, uh, shit. Uh, non-boater. Non-boater. The ass cheeks oh, on man. the gas boat. Yeah, yeah. We talked about you know. I'm drinking. I drank some liquor out of a cup that says I don't get drunk and get awesome. Um, all right, Frankie. What what did I miss? We, we've got three minutes to recap the last 27 minutes.
0: Uh, we talked. Yeah, that was pretty much you summed it up. Then we talked about the literally the birth of Slay Nation, and you did a great rendition of what you thought my wife looked like and said to me when I was on my Facebook in the hospital.
1: Yes, yes. So here's here's where the story. It, it, it was, y'all, it's really good. We laughed so hard. But anyway, here's where the story gets really fucking good. Frankie, I cannot believe I didn't record this shit. I'm so pissed. I wish I was recording on my, oh, look, maybe Facebook was listening, and I can call them and get an API of our conversation. <laughs> it's worth
0: Anyways, Fuck it's me.
1: <laughs> so, frankly, Frankie, start at the point of of being in the hospital with your wife giving birth. Go back to that shoot was funny.
0: That's worth repeating. <laughs> All right. So, so Paulie asked me, how did Slay Nation come about? Where was that gap from tournament fishing as a non-boater to Slay Nation? So back in 2018, wife is prego. We go to the hospital, and I'm on <laughs> Facebook. While in the waiting room or whatever, the, I can't remember where I was on a couch, and she—the baby wasn't out yet. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's all while I. While she was
1: while she was in labor giving birth to your child, she, you she were on a couch deuce. beside her in labor giving birth to Slay Nation. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I think right. it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a
0: small boat tournament. Yes, <laughs> it's a kayak. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's triplets. It's a canoe. Oh! <laughs>
1: Oh, uh. Hey, honey, what do you think? Hey, real quick, between breaths, real quick. OK, what do you think if we do a small motor section? Yes! yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. His name is Starcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, so I saw a post on Facebook and a Connecticut forum looking for a tournament director for a small boat series, kayak canoe and john boats and i'm like oh shit this is right up my alley i've always fished off the canoe my with the jewish hammer that's my boy david the jewish <laughs> hammer and uh and i hit him up late like later that day i'm like dude check this out i'm like i'm gonna hit this guy up and see what it's about and this wasn't like he wasn't a tournament organization or a series he he ran one in mass and then he was looking for someone in connecticut so i hit him up and I started directing, right? Start directing 2018. And I had, we had about like 40, 40 members, 40 anglers in the, in the group. And then um, there's some things were going on that I didn't like. Right. And uh, he wasn't paying his amount. Me- he wasn't paying out members that were winning, even though there's a payout sheet that says X amount of teams, X amount what? of dollars. Yeah. And, uh, and I know this because one of my directors was one of his members and um, didn't get paid three times when he finished in the money And then uh, there was some lying going on that I found out from other people. Uh, Yeah, I was referring him to vendors for trophies, plaques, never paid them to this day, $500 worth of stuff. And uh, when I hit him up about it, oh, I'm sending this, never showed up, this, that, you know, and he got took to small people's court, I think, or almost did from, I still use the same trophy guy. What's it, small, what I say, small people's court? (laughs)
1: <laughs> <to say that. laughs> look, I know Alex ain't here. I know he ain't here, but but Alex, y'all, if y'all don't know, I still don't believe it. But y'all know Alex ain't but like five six. So I imagine, I imagine Alex nope, in a court it, with a b- bunch of other people, five six. Of, look, I understand. My wife, she four ten. I understand. <laughs> She ain't reached nothing on the top shelf of a grocery store a day in her life without help. <laughs> Speaking well, of that, y'all, small business wanted, or
0: whatever the hell called.
1: Yeah, side note, Alex wanted me to tell all of our listeners, fans, and everybody else to go fuck yourselves.
0: <laughs> so it yeah, right. wasn't recorded before. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
1: so after small people's claims courts,
0: yeah, that only
1: small. folks below 410 are allowed in. Um <laughs> Did they even have, did they even have like a, a short entry? Uh, anyway. All right. So, so court so, happened. Anyway. He the I, same trophy guy.
0: Exactly. So whatever. All that stuff was happening. And I said, I can't be a part of something like this. And uh, called them up. I said, dude, I'm done with it. Why? What's up? I said, here's what I know is going on. I don't like it. You still never paid Don for the trophies. I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. Listen, wish you the best, but I'm done with it. And then he's, you know, that was it. And I broke off. I hit up a few buddies said, yo, I'm going to direct my own thing. I'm going to call it Slay Nation. Uh, you know, Mikey Shamrocks. He was like, dude, let me run mass. Absolutely. And then uh, and then, then it just kind of you know, it took away from me. I can get into the other stuff, uh, you know, the growth of us. But that's how it all began.
1: You 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 people up in there in that Connecticut, New York area where y'all have that whatever <clears throat> accent you have. Um, Y'all really do have some fucking phenomenal nicknames. The Jewish (laughs) Hammer, Mikey, Mikey, i what'd you just call him? Mikey Shamrocks. Mikey Shamrocks. I mean, look, us country folk have some good names too. Actually, no. Country folk give you stupid ass nicknames. Like dumb ass nicknames don't make any sense. Just stupid dumb ass nicknames. But that's how we show we love you. Absolutely. If we don't pick on you and if you don't get a nickname... We we do not like you absolutely and, and at all. But y'all, y'all have y'all just got some good ass damn nicknames, man, all the time.
0: Absolutely. Except
1: for Wild Bill. Who the fuck gave him that <laughs> nickname? His name is Bill Rogers, and they called him Wild Bill. Wild I Bill mean, Rogers. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know we not to a good
0: nickname. I mean right, hey, I want to be
1: Mikey Shamrock. Can I be Paul oh, I'm Pauly Gorgonzolas. You're
0: you're Pauly Gorgonzola tonight but we can call you Paulie Walnuts. That's a that's a typical like Italians like if if I got a if I got buddy's name Paul, I'm a nickname guy, right? All my students everybody mm-hmm. like that's just what <laughs> I do. No nobody is by their first name. Like if you're That's right. You're Paul, you're not Paul, you're Paulie, right? Or you're Paulie Walnuts or if, Every time you call, I'll be like, I'll say something different. Yo, Paulie Chestnuts, what's going on? Let's yeah. hit the water. Yo, Paulie, what Joey, is it? What Pauly.
1: is it with associating me and my name with nuts?
0: I don't, it just, it just flows. It's like, it's like, you know, the Italians, like you watch the gangs, like Joey bags of donuts, right? All, <laughs> my, all, all my buddies, my cousins, everybody's a Joey bag of something, you know? <laughs> Paulie is just a Paulie, Paulie walnuts. Paulie, I don't know.
1: <laughs> da- down here down here at south if you showed up and we went fishing and people like they'd be like hey what's up cockroach <laughs> or what's they'd look, up, at you, or they look at you or they'd look at you know? go y'all look at look all at this boy he from Connecticut he think he down here coon we're gonna call him dog turd what's <laughs> up dog turd
0: <laughs> uh, it's all love baby oh, it's funny. that's
1: right that's right speaking of love uh, we mentioned this earlier, in which no one heard. So we're going to re-mention it now. We, by far, are the two most handsome motherfuckers that have ever I mean, been on this podcast. That's
0: Right? Don't forget. We to have say beautiful
1: that. beards, beautiful smiles, and and you know we, we we're just we we're made for the camera. We are made for the camera.
0: Damn right, son.
1: I know that's right. right. All right. So so let's get back off of nicknames back into fishing and Slay Nation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Slay Nation, man, yeah. So <clears throat> anybody that's listening, we're, we provide tournament opportunities for the everyday angler. That's what we do. We're grassroots and uh, really, truly trying to grow the sport. We hear everybody say, hey, I want." we're growing the sport. We're growing the sport. We're, we're trying to grow the sport by offering tournament opportunities, right? All right.
1: I'm going to stop you right there because you are a good one to talk to this about. Growing the sport. I have a problem. I almost have as much problem with saying that as I do people calling other people hammers or the (laughs)
0: juice. Yeah. yeah.
1: That shit. Anyway, growing the sport. When I hear Bassmaster, like when I hear professional anglers talk about growing the sport, what they talk about growing the sport as in, growing viewership because viewership gets us money. Yeah. Them money, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's use NASCAR. NASCAR grew the sport by not getting more people to race. They got more people to, to attend. Pay yeah. To come to the race. Yeah. And yeah. And to buy apparel. Yeah. And to buy the shit that people marketed. Right, yep. that that folks sponsored. So when it comes down to, and I'm not saying this about Slade Nation because I think Slay Nation is more probably right now, and it could evolve, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right now, you're more about getting people into the sport, so growing the sport from a bringing people into kayak yep. and small boat fishing. But in general, we let's let's go to the kayak side because I'm a kayak angler, and obviously yep. you know kayak anglers. And let's take Hobie and bass and, and KBF, the three big ones. Yep. When, when these, these anglers and these organizations are talking about growing the sport, they, they, they talk about getting people into fishing, which for, for like me to be, want to be a professional angler forever, I don't give a shit how many people fucking start fishing. Yeah. There There's tons of people. There's more people fishing in the last two years than the last 20 years combined. Yeah. yep. Yeah. I don't give a shit about people coming in fishing. If I want to be a tournament angler and make a living off of it and kayak in a kayak scene, growing the sport means somehow getting more people to view whatever there is to view and to buy the shit that my name is beside. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So like when I hear this all the time about growing a sport, growing a sport, but nobody's diving into what they want to grow. Because yep. if they want to grow people fishing, and and um, Ken Duke is one. If you ever listen to him on BTL, he talks about this all the time. Now yep, fishing sorry. hasn't grown since like the mid nineties. Yeah. Like Bassmaster, it, listen to him because I don't have the facts, but he yep. does. He knows. Yeah, yeah. Fishing is, is, you know, it's it's not growing from a money aspect. Growing mm-hmm. the sport is getting people. To buy to buy stuff is getting people to pay to watch folks fish. And to me, this is why fishing will never be NASCAR. And I think that's NASCAR and golf are the two things that people relate it to. Fishing yeah. will never be those two things because spectator spectators for fishing is boring as fuck. Let's be real. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and not everybody has a bass boat that they can go get. I mean, and obviously, would we want 100,000 people on a lake watching 100 other anglers fish? It would be fucking madhouse and nobody would want it. Exactly. Um, and TV, let's be real. I, I, I don't even, like, I want the shortened version of fishing videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, highlight, so highlight. growing the sport, growing the sport, you got me off. You got me off on a good tangent. I've been waiting for that one, Frankie, and you brought it up. And I'm glad yeah. because you're talking about growing the sport. And are you talking about growing the sport from a money perspective or from getting people into the sport, port, sport, no. damn it, I can't talk. I've had too much whiskey, sport
0: <laughs> perspective. No, the, the growing the sport, what that means, to what it means to us anyway, is participation getting people actually doing the activity okay. right that's the growth of a sport if you don't have people actively participating in the activity in the sport and that's not attending and watching and sitting in front of a computer that's not that's not growing that's not that's not participating participating means they have a rod and reel in their hand and they're actively engaging in the art of bass fishing okay and so without now Growing the sport monetarily is going to happen naturally if they're participating. They're going to buy baits. They're going to buy boats and kayaks, right? Naturally, the value of the sport will build with more higher participation rates, okay? Um, That's how we think about it is how do we get the person – that's sitting at home watching Bassmaster or mlf or whatever the hell they're watching how do we get them out in the water they need an opportunity everybody wants a tournament fish because it's you know we our motto is we're bringing fun back to tournament fishing right because typically if you are a novice fisherman and you hear of you know you have a tournament series in town big boats whatever it is your initial thought is sometimes like intimidation right i'm gonna go these guys are cutthroat I don't want to pay hundred bucks to enter and get my ass kicked. And why am I going to do that and then leave with nothing? Right. So we want to bring fun back to it because tournament fishing is fun. Whether you want to really try to win, right. Half of us love being with the, you know, the camaraderie of it, seeing our buddies traveling, you know, what are you seeing on the road? You know, that that's all the experience. And so growing a sport isn't just, you know, uh, getting viewers, you know, it, will that help grow the sport? Yes. Cause then that's how you get more sponsors. They're going to see that there's value, right? There's an ROI and why they should be a part of your series or your organization or whatever, right? Advertise with you. So yes, there comes that, that has to come through participation because naturally bass fishing, especially if you're watching on TV, it could be a very boring sport if you're not into it, right? The common viewer or the regular everyday person that's flipping through the channels is not going to stop on a bass master lyric series, you know, on Fox and sit there and watch it for eight hours, six hours. They're just not, you know, they might want to see the weigh in day, you know, after everything is edited and, you know, two months, three months later, watch, you know, day one, two and three and watch the highlight film. Right. Um, So growing the sport. When I ever, whenever I hear people talk about it, how are you growing the sport? Because you posted something on Instagram of you doing something like, I mean, that's cool. You're going to influence people. I get that. But our what we wanted to do is get people actually participating. How do we do that? We uh, have created, you know, affordable tournament series, you know, yes, there's first, second, third and, and and monster bass payouts. If you don't win cash, then your team or your team number, or you get entered into win raffle prizes every single event, you know, we give about six to eight. Um, and so, and also just, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty active on social media. You know, these, you know, we, one of our title sponsors is monster bass. You know, they've been with us two years, but they're a title sponsor next year. You know, you might've seen, you know, we post when you catch mm-hmm. Lunker an event, it's not called Lunker it's rebranded to monster bass club. I get your photo and we post it up on social media. People get to see, Oh, you know, Paulie Gorgonzola caught a 23 and a quarter inch or out of South Carolina, you know, South Carolina kayak series you know so it's it's a different element we're trying to highlight members um you know that you know typically in a typical series you don't know, they're not highlighted right they don't you know we're trying to really how can we make it fun for people to want to keep coming back for more right and these all are right, some so, things
1: it, all right so highlighting the the members your slay nation members <clears throat> that that's an interesting point that you you bring up because that is a point that comes up from folks with MLF and bass, and folks in the kayak world with with the kayak angling, is how the organizations don't do a good job promoting the anglers. The anglers, yeah. And and that's like you know, yeah, you you have to have those superstars. You have to have the Jordans and the LeBron James yeah, yeah. and the Kobe's yep. and you know, the, the Tom Brady's and all these people, like you, you have to put them on a pedestal. Yeah. You got to have your character. That's that's the, that's the drive that people want to see. They want to see that, but that is, that is something that you hear come up a lot, especially in the kayak world. You know, I talk about, I've heard that come up in the bass stuff from podcasts, but in the kayak world we hear that a lot, how these organizations aren't really, you know, the, the folks that are the top in that organization from a, Standpoint, you know, monthly, they're doing their little post online, but there's yeah. no, you know, there's, there's not that superstar type mentality with their marketing of the anglers it, in yes. there. And yes. so for y'all to be focusing on that, that's good. If you can generate, generate some buzz with that, that, that starts to set you apart.
0: Yeah. And that's what it is. And I mean, I'm in touch with the kayak industry because we offer this, right? So people don't know I'm, I'm on KBN. I watch, I watch every, I own a fucking KFL team, you know, the Connecticut. Yeah, Ren- yeah. Like I'm in touch with everybody. You know, I know lunch money, Jeff Malley, all these guys, you know, I, I, watch Hobie. I, I see what AJ does. I watch mm. KBF, you know, and I see what Chad and Christie is about to do. Um, And I, and I see it and I get it. And, you know, and, you know, Ryan Lambert says some good points on it too. He's like some, you know, certain organizations, you, you got to start highlighting your anglers because here's how I look at it. Like our slayers our, mm. right, our members. We don't call them members. They're, they're slayers that that's, that's the brand. That's our community. And it, I think it sounds better than saying members, Um, you know, it makes them feel, you know, I mean, it makes it put some, you know, they're, they're valued like, you know, and and I think a lot of them would say that about how they feel from our, our perspective. And, uh, that's what makes your series run. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta Mm -hmm. forget about that. Your sponsorships, Mm -hmm. they ain't coming. If you ain't got any anglers, you know, straight up, you gotta, you gotta start from the bottom up, take care of the people that are taking care of you. And then everything else will fall in place. But I think there's a quality of it and, and uh, people have talked to me about this oh you know what if someone were to come in and try to buy out sly nation i said please no one's coming to try to buy out sly nation one and two you know we're not there yet uh two i just you know we're not right now our focus has been for the last you know three seasons is is we charge a membership fee but all that money goes right back into Right, the organization that's why they get everything in their membership benefit package. Um, we're, we're trying our best to give back, and I think, uh, you know, there's some organizations that listen without you, you got to start taking care of these these anglers, otherwise, you're not going to have what you want. It's just the way it is, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, bass for example, the bass, bass master kayak series. I mean, we all know how lackluster was that first classic the kayak classic and i you know i've talked to plenty of people about this and on podcast you know josh and i and dark waters talked about it over you know almost a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and i mean dude they treated kayak anglers like they had no idea what was going on the mc of that had no idea he's like oh look at this a a 20 incher oh you know um (laughs) oh wow look at this oh this angler's got sponsors would you look at that and it's like dude i I want to go through the screen and smack this guy like what are you doing what are you doing like Mm. you know what i mean so they have a lot to learn um and and i think you know that i think the kayak industry is in a good spot right it's been it's in the best spot it's ever been in as far as the tournament series go there's no doubt about that nobody can argue that but it's how do you get it mainstream to the point where MLF and bass is? How do you get it so that kayak anglers can make a living doing this? You know, what is it? There's maybe one or two yeah. or three that are actually doing it through sponsorships. Yeah. Um,
1: people people want kayak fishing to be bass MLF kayak fishing. <laughs> those 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 organizations and that type of fishing has been around a lot longer than kayak fishing a lot longer and the kayak fishing right now is going warp speed yes i mean fucking light speed ahead into what it is right now and people won't 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 they won't they want to be you know elite kayak anglers just like the bassmaster elites
0: yeah but they want it like this
1: fucking truth yeah, it's going to take time for it to happen. Absolutely, and it ain't going to happen overnight. Nope. And sure. it's just like P- bass, bass, bass is a successful organization. So they, they, you know, everybody wants to talk about them dipping their toes in and this and that. Yeah. We, we ain't going to harp on it because this that, look, Matt Bass is to, is there to make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's their sole goal. So, yeah. But that's right. okay. That's be, okay. But yeah,
0: yeah. Oh hell yeah, they have you know, to like, make money. Otherwise, yeah. they don't exist. Exactly, and I, I think people don't understand that. Like, you can't expect everybody doing a hundred percent everything back. Like, you can't do a hundred percent. You need. You know, the, 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 it's got to survive somehow. They're, they
1: they have cost involved and, and you can go down the rabbit hole of tournament yeah. directors getting paid and shit like that for what they have to do and yeah. all this. But the fact of it is is that if, if if kayak anglers continue to self-promote and the the big leagues help promote the anglers it will get there. Yeah. But people aren't going to throw but, but here's the thing like Bass and MLF have viewership. Yeah. They have yeah. they have people that will watch their shit. Yeah. Like if you want to start getting the you know, the sponsors out in endemics are terrible, non-endemic is terrible because that, that's a biological term. Yeah. So it's a terrible term to use for sponsors. Yeah. Anyway, whole fucking different story. But <laughs> if you want to get sponsors outside of the fishing world in there. Like what? Okay, so you okay, Greg? You have one hundred and ten thousand, you know, subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's, there's going to have to be something, but to make a living is is going to be a while away. But a lot of people that are pushing this are in are 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 kind of in their thirties now or older. Yeah, Yeah. and so there's a. They know that there's a time limit, an Absolutely. age limit coming up on that. Yeah, yeah I get good. it. But I mean, look, Guillermo Gonzalez made like what was it, fucking ninety thousand dollars was it this at year the KBM? at the championship? No, the oh, his whole the whole, oh, year. whole season? We make either 70 or 90. Oh, was I don't know
0: the exact. exact I know he made it's I know there's a
1: shitload there. of money he made. Yeah. yeah. Now now he's way above you know it yeah. drops off after like four or five it drops off considerably yeah. but just in general like that's a lot of money and so yeah i think i think there's potential for it to get there Absolutely. nobody knows how to get it there yet that's they to, that's the stepping stone yeah
0: they need to the kayak when you look at right the kayak anglers and there could be you kind of you need to start having some characters. You need to start having somebody that uh, the viewers, consumers or are going to call them followers can, uh, can kind of gravitate towards or grab onto like excitement, like Mike Iconelli, for example, right. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite, right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we support the Ike live show and bash you, but like, why do half of us love are so excited for him to come back to the elites because he brings some fire. He brings something there to the story that, you know, uh, you, you never know what's going to happen, but it, as a viewer, Right. And and to attract a following, like that's what he does. The kayak, the kayak anglers. And there could be these types of people, right. That are like really are fiery and really bring something to the game there. We haven't seen them because they're not, you know, televised yet or streamed. I don't know. They're
1: on YouTube and Instagram and that's not reaching
0: the masses. And And it's not, you know, you're right. You need something to clinch on to. You need something to clinch on to. How do you make CPR, format fishing, how do you make that weigh in exciting? How do you make it exciting to announce these winners? You know, you're showing you, you all right, you can post a clip of attorney X fish on the board. All right, look, you know, Paulie put up 23 and a quarter largemouth. Okay. But now we have to make that exciting. And and I one of the things I love is when they, you know, and what we do is I cut off the standings after noon. Mm-hmm. So from noon to two, no one knows what the standings are. And I don't think you should know because in big bass fishing, you know, live well fishing, you don't know. You don't know what anybody has. All right. Bash tracker is only so, you know, accurate, uh, but you really don't know. So when at the end of an event, right, you can call up your top 10 and you can start from 10 down. You call up your top three anglers and they're like, holy shit, I don't know if I wanted you in. I don't know. Right. How do how do you make it exciting to get people to watch a kayak event? Right. And that's what Thank it you, is. Le-
1: yeah. I Let me ask you this. You, you, you coach basketball. Yes. Well, who who's your who's your favorite college basketball team?
0: Well, I always root for UConn because that's my home. You know, okay, to, that's right. yeah. I root for UConn. I mean, you know,
1: that, that's so we really UConn, saw. UConn's, UConn's, um UConn's nemesis. Who who would have been there? ODU? No. Rutgers? No. It was Syracuse. Okay, so Syracuse. What if? in the fourth quarter, the start of the fourth quarter, the game was tied and they fucking cut the score off until the end of the game. As a basketball fan,
0: how would you feel about that? As a fan, it's, you don't know. Well, obviously you don't know how the game's going, right? I mean, unless you keep track yourself in the stands, right? Oh, they, they oh. scored two. We scored four, right? <laughs> with a piece of but paper. As a yeah.
1: fan, yeah, a, I went to UNC. Yeah, like if they turned that shit off, I'd be I you know, I'd be like Fuck this shit. I ain't watching. I'll right. I'll look on ESPN later today, and I like it both ways for fishing. It's, we're talking about you know we're talking about apples and oranges and peaches yes. and bears that's, I don't and think that's a good wal- comparison. and shit. But what I'm saying is, as I see both, but there's also so there's two things. You turn the standings off. There's that 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 surprise, that anticipation. Um, there's there. You can see it if you're around, if you're with the anglers. Like there's anglers that know where they were, and yep. you see the excitement, you see the fear. You get to see um, instant hurt and pain. And no matter what anybody says, people on YouTube. And in social media, they want to see pain. Those mm-hmm. videos get more. And I always go back to to my my honeybee videos. No. The honeybee guys that go do yellow jacket removals who get <laughs> fucking stung and are getting attacked, and you know they're all like, you know, they're you know shit just ain't going right, and it sucks. Those, those videos get the most views because yeah. it's pain. Yeah. So you get that when you turn the standings off. But yeah. then as a fan as a spectator sitting and looking uh, 300, 400 miles away, watching a tournament solely through tourney X, like getting to see those fish being uploaded and those links changing, like that's the excitement from a a fan standpoint that kind of gets people involved in the tournament. In, in a live fashion, right? As live as we can we can yeah. kind of make it yeah. um for now. Or so maybe, I think there's there's different ways to go
0: about it. Or maybe just, I think I think it's good for the anglers not to know. Maybe there could be some kind of function where the viewers can see, right? Can see that back and forth. But the anglers themselves don't know. I mean you got there's got to be some kind of change to leave some kind of a unknown feeling like think of the Bassmaster classic why do we mm-hmm. love the Bassmaster classic because we don't know who's gonna win unless it's a blowout and you know but you don't know you, you we mm-hmm. barely ever know when those last two anglers go up on stage we don't know yet we don't know and that's yeah. you know and I know it's different I know it's different but I'm saying yeah, yeah. It's, it's all it, different but it's yeah. that excitement when that dude or the angler whoever the hell wins holds up that trophy and the steam comes up and the confetti's flying that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's got, that is not going to have the same effect if we knew who was already winning. It's not, and I understand. Right. I understand the viewership, and I get that, and I get it. But I, there's got there's and I'm we're we're just spitballing here. Yeah, there's, there's got to be something done where you can appease the viewer. And you can still make the tournament exciting with no one knowing the final results. And I know there's challenge periods and all that. And, you know, deductions and, you know, after all the fish are actually judged. And sometimes it takes a day or two to, you know, actually find out who, who the winner is. We've got to stop that. It shouldn't take two to, you know, it's got to get to, hey, you know, the weigh-in yeah. is here. All your submissions are in by two. All anglers by the stage or wherever the hell you are by 3.30 if you have to drive a little bit, depending on where you launch. You get there and then you do your live ceremony and somebody needs to bring some fire. All right. Well, if you're the MC, how are we going to make this kayak tournament uh, this way in this champion? How are we going to bring, bring the heat right now? So that people are like, damn, I cannot wait for the next one. Or mm-hmm. damn I, that guy who just won whatever Russ Snyder's, whoever won, I, I'm going to go follow his ass. Now that, that was cool. All right. Let me see. I can't wait to see him back on stage. Um, you know, or Christine Fisher, right? She, she killed it. Like she, I mean, her stock is going up and up, but we, there's gotta be some excitement. That's, that's what this is about. Sometimes bass fishing is a little boring. And this is where, it, you know, this is where I kind of take passion in this. I like brand excitement. To, if you come to my tournament, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, I got the speakers going. I'm saying woo at five o'clock in the morning. I'm <laughs> my, my goal is to get, you know, fifty-year-old guys jacked at five a.m. in the morning yeah. to pro fish or to skunk. Who cares? The point is, <laughs> the, po- the point is, you know, we got a team called Just Casting up here. Uh, we got the point is, how do we make it as much fun, the experience, right? How do you now? I know that there's a difference between Hobie KBF and uh, and Bassmaster Kayak Series. I get that; it's competitive. I understand that, but you could still make it fun, exciting. And want people to watch again. How do we do that? We, that? That That's one thing that's also missing. It's not exciting right now for anybody. Mm-hmm. Unless you, unless you yeah. know it, it's not that exciting. I, let's be honest. I sit there and watch Attorney X all day. Okay, all right, it's cool. It's not really exciting. Um, you know, even the weigh-ins no. sometimes aren't even exciting. You're just like, okay, someone got a check. All right, here's a trophy. Here's a few picks. to post on social media. And that's it. That's yeah. It. Yeah, it. You know? It, I
1: Again... I think it gets there as long as people keep innovating, it gets there. Yes. I'll preface my I'll preface my next statement with this: is that this is the problem with all of fishing, is is w- with doing video. And doing video gets us that excitement, so that even when you turn that leaderboard off, if you've got the top five guys or the top ten anglers with with some kind of video on them. And they catch a huge fish, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Frankie! Frankie! Yep, blue cheese. Look, I think he's got. I think he's got a 22 incher on the board. Yeah, and and they can't quite see it, but I think it's it's somewhere. It's 21, 22 inches, right? So it's that it's that live action. Yeah, part of it. But let's be real. (laughs) They 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 have a hard time doing that shit with MLF and bass. Absolutely. So you're transferring that. And that's one of the things, like KFL and the KBBBT and all that. That's what they're trying. They're trying yeah. to bridge that that media gap. Yeah. So there's again, people are innovating. People are coming up with ideas on how to do it. And yeah. th- there's go- there's there's going to be there's going to be one or two major kayak fishing professional kayak fishing. Entities, yeah. one or two. Yeah. Somebody, and it might not even be one that's here now. Somebody yeah. is gonna go and take yeah. it and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna be able to put it together. Um it, it's it's going to happen, I think, just from how much kayak angling is because it costs entry, right? Yeah, yeah. Kayak yeah. angling, small boat angling, cost of entry is so much less, and you can compete. And let's be real, I can you're telling me. I can pay $55 and go fish. And if I win first place, I could potentially win $1,500.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you shitting me? I mean, that's, that's a great return. (laughs) you People are
1: going and and paying a hundred dollars to fish a bass boat tournament, their local club tournament and winning 200 for first. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's that. And the other thing I'll say on this, it's kind of a side tangent when you're talking about the entities. I I hear every now and again people wanting to do like a – everybody, we all need to do this, or all the the leagues need to do it this way. There needs to be a standard, a standard, a standard, a standard. Fuck your standard. Yep. You need – there does not need to be a standard.
0: No, because you corner. You're going to corner – What you're going to do is if that were to happen now, you you start one, you start cornering your members like you can only do this. Right. And as we all know, we all hate being told what to do. And, you know, yeah, because we, you know, I've had people ha- ask me all the time, you know, first like you know the catchboard thing. Yeah, yeah. But everybody, everybody, everybody's going to catchboard only. Slanation, are you going catchboard only? No. Well, we're keeping hog troughs and catchboards. And people are like, why? How come? Because catch, you know, catchboards, you know, it's a standard now. You can't bend it. Listen, if we were having problems with people cheating and bending their hog troughs, and our directors were ca- like, ca- do you think we would still incorporate hog troughs? No, we wouldn't. We haven't had these issues, right? We're not having these issues. And two, I'm, you know, I'm old school. Don't forget where you came from. The hog trough, if it wasn't for a damn hog trough, right? We wouldn't be doing catch for mm-hmm. the release fishing. Like, And that's just how I feel. I feel like I don't mm-hmm. want to kick them to the curb. And listen, catch makes a great product. I still use a hog trough. I don't have a catch board and I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just saying, don't like say, hey, you can only, and I get why the competitive trails, I understand it. I'm not against it, but for us, grassroots, Still doing, you know, local series and trails. I'm gonna keep it to catch boards and hog troughs. That's just the way it is. Um, and until you know, I, I I just that's how I feel. That's just how mm-hmm. I feel. Like if we had a big problem with it, yeah, you know, like someone will post all oh, the hog trough this or that. Like shut up, like shut up. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? Shut Look, up. Every, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well in,
1: in the the cheating shit we can get all to damn bass bass anglers bass anglers in general in a competition setting are the cheatiness motherfuckers you will find behind baseball players absolutely Absolutely. like i mean cheating and bass fishing ain't nothing new no and it it, it is what it is they will get found out at some point they will yes they will get found out at some point and it it
0: doesn't matter what kind of fishing it is whether it's live well or Yeah,
1: yeah exactly Exactly. Bass fishing in general, any,
0: any cheater and anything's going to yeah. find a way to
1: fishing shoot. in general is an easy to cheat sport yeah. because you're, you're a lot of times by yourself or the person in the boat with you, your buddies. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all kinds of shit that going. on. So get, yeah. that's just part of it. You know, they'll get caught. Yeah. Yeah kind of I I don't want to go down that damn rabbit hole because no. they ain't enough way. beagles they ain't enough beagles to chase us out of it. <laughs> That's right. So but in general, like what y'all are doing with Slay Nation. And so all right. So I started kayak fishing uh in December of last year. Okay. So it's been a year for me now. Nice. And um when <clears throat> when I was like, oh shit, I could Somebody's like, I, there's kayak tournaments. You mean I don't have to join the local bass club yeah. as a as a non-boater?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's a non-boater in a bass club, you fish with all the you fish against everybody. Yeah. Right? yeah, so I'm pretty much throwing money away. Yeah, I'm like hell yeah, I'm doing this shit. And so we have two local pretty pretty good local clubs here. Nice, and I I joined those, and then obviously KBF because I've seen Chad Hoover's videos. Yep, yeah. from ship before. Yep. And so I did that and I started learning how BS, all this now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started with, with our local trails and that's what yeah. I fished. And then I saw Sleigh Nation. We I think there was some Sleigh Nation, North Carolina stuff like this past year in 2021.
0: Yeah. North we have South Carolina next year kayak series. Yeah. So so
1: I saw it, but I was I was already committed to those and had yep. never kayak fished before. Yeah yeah. And, but having seen and learn more about the Slay Nation series, I'm, I'm coming to a point here. I promise.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> when seeing what y'all are doing, y'all are incorporating the growing the sport aspect very well, because you're trying to figure out how to integrate the kayak anglers, the John boat anglers, the people that, you know, the small engine anglers, yep. like, and to me, when, when, when you talk about growing the sport, what I think of is, is maybe you get a small percentage of your slay, slayers coming in or new anglers who just picked up a fishing rod and bought a, you know, $200 kite from Walmart. But what I think about what y'all are doing, how you're growing the sport is that you're taking bank anglers and you're turning them into boat anglers either through a kayak or a John boat or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's the, that's the the picture in my head that I see of how y'all are growing the sport is you're yeah. taking the bank anglers, the folks that can never compete, yeah. never be in a competitive situation. Yeah. And they're able to get in a kayak, a John boat or something else or be, be a partner with somebody with a kayak, John boat or small motor and getting them into that competitive side of angling. That's cool. what I see.
0: Yeah. And that, well, that's, that is part of it because, you know, another podcast I've been on, they say, you know, what is, you know, what, what's going on with Slay Nation? How, how does it grow in the sport? And I said, listen, go take a ride down a bunch of neighborhoods in your area. I guarantee you you're going to see a John boat, a canoe up against the back fence, mm-hmm. something that hasn't been touched because there's no opportunities for them to get in there, or or they're just like I don't own, uh, you know, a fifty, uh, uh, you know, an expensive bass boat mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? I know we all say expensive bass boat. You don't need an expensive bass boat to fish a big boat series. You can get a used one, all that, right? But um, it, that's that what bitch, it is. Frankie. That bitch still expensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, it is, you got to the put best gas best. in that bitch. You got that's an true. insurance. You that's got true. to haul it up and down the road. <clears throat> And, and then your wife backs a bitch down into the damn <laughs> ramp crooked and spins up your gel coat and rips <laughs> off your fender, pulling it up. And then Jim Bob's been drinking natural lights all day, Ooh, and he comes in nights. to park in beside you. And yep. what does he do? Oh, he runs into your trailer and knocks your damn bumper true. boards all fucked up and dips your doors. And what does Jim Bob do? Tim, I was like, oh, that motherfucker screwed and moves over to another
0: spot. No, oh, Jim Bob, it's so true. Damn Jim Bob's. But you know, that's what it is. It's how do we get these people, you know, that are just bank anglers and just kind of messing around with the sport. They want to learn, right. They want to get out there. They, they watch it on TV. They hear their buddies talk, but what's, where can I do this? Right. And that, that's how, you know, that's what we like to offer. And that's, that's really how the lady slayers online series was mm. born. I'm sitting here. I'm like, there is, you know, I, I've, I'm a fish head, right. I always follow I try to stay in tune what's going on in the industry. I'm like, you know, I want to offer, let's offer something for lady anglers, right? It's a nationwide online series. You can fish from the bank, from a boat, from a kayak, from a canoe, whatever the hell you want. And you participate against other women around the country. What's going to come out of that? Camaraderie, learning, uh, friendships, all that. And that's exactly what's starting to happen. We we just had our first year with the Lady Slayers. Um, we had about 35, 35 lady, uh, anglers signed up for that series alone. And then this past year, we almost hit a hundred. Um, and that's Coley and Texas, you know, and Tiffany, and Mm -hmm. I can name off a whole bunch of the lady anglers that one I became friends with and they all became friends. And, um, and it's just an opportunity, uh, because some of these lady anglers now they're, they've had the confidence to go fish in any other fishing tournament, like a live Mm -hmm. event right? Big boat, small boat, kayak, whatever it is. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. It's a stepping stone, right? We get, we get the novice, we get the middle of the pack and we get possum king, right? we got Mark Pendergraft fish in Texas. we got (laughs) Brian Howell fish in Texas. I mean, we got, you know, we have some great anglers that fish our series, right? We're not just beginner. We get the whole, we got Mm -hmm. every, it's a melting pot, Right. Mm -hmm. It's a melting pot. How do you grow the sport? There's got to be some kind of you got to bridge the gap somewhere and 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 then grow from there. And, you know, little small local trails like us, we're going to help push those next series to try to get to the next level. Right. Um, You know, that's our job that we're going to grow the sport and hopefully help lift it from the bottom and and eventually, you know, get that, you know, flowing up to the top. And, And that's what we're trying to do. We pride ourselves on that. You know, and also social media. We try to do a good job posting our anglers, highlighting them, and that's why we're doing Slay Station, you know, mm-hmm. um, and to highlight talk, that.
1: Talk about Slay Station because I'm interested in that. To hear yeah. if, if you can, if you can. Sure. Uh, to back up one before you get into that though, because you you keep talking about highlighting anglers, and then you talked about uh, the 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 grassroots part. It sounds like that you want Slay Nation to kind of be the farm system to take somebody to get them into competitive angling, kayak, small boat, whatever it is, and, to, and for them to be able to, to create that base to become a competitive angler and then to go into whatever upper echelon they want it to be. Is, yeah. am I reading that right? Is that kind of what you're looking for them to be?
0: Well, that, you know what, it could be a stepping stone, right? And it could be, and I've seen people do that, right? We've had uh, Slay Nation members do that. You know, they're like, hey, I fished two years in the small boat series. I got really good. I won a bunch of events. I want to take it to the big boat stuff. Awesome. You know, mm-hmm. you built your confidence and that's, you know, that's built, that's growing a sport. And uh, that's truly advancing people, right? And giving, you know, now they're reaching different opportunities because they were able to fish with a grassroots level beginning. Um, it, you know, even with like these kayak, like KBF, right? We all know no one likes to come to the Northeast with these kayak events. They always say that Northeast never shows. <laughs> I've been hearing it, right? We've heard it for the last three, four years. Well, guess what? Maybe if you reached out to some of the local series that have good showings and high memberships, maybe if you reached out and partnered, and we can help push for you or with you and then maybe you can get uh, you know 200 250 you know we're we're about to do something this august it'll be the biggest event we've ever done we have never done like a big national thing right we're, cuz we're still brand new you know people don't understand mm-hmm. that like i think we've been around 10 years we're only heading into our fourth season you know Shit, 20- dude you y'all are an
1: old ass motherfucking man four years in the kayak fishing <laughs> i know, right i, I mean literally that's like all years four years is Five, old ten. That is that. There ain't many things out there older than y'all. There, there's some. It's true. I mean, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Malott. I mean, you, he for whatever reason, dude looks like he's thirty, but he's fifty almost. I oh, hear he's five strong. years off, but we're yeah, gonna call a, him fifty. Yeah. But you know, I mean, he he's one of these folks that started in 2010, 2011. Yeah. That, but, but but in general, what y'all are, what you're doing, and what Slay Nation is, I mean, that's. Four years in, that's a long damn time, Bo. There's a lot of organizations that have started and failed in between that time. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you you are you are an industry leader, but you're you're so different than the, the big three. And then oh, I guess you yeah. can pull into oh, all America yeah. now, yeah. but they, they are young. Yeah, but you're, comp- you're very different. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't I don't feel like you we can
0: compare what you do with what they do. No, we can't be. We're not one, one, we're not as popular. Two, we don't do any national events, which you know, stay tuned for next week. You know, I was with my buddy Armando at Bass Kayak and Beers. So our Oh
1: shit, I our, love Armando.
0: Yeah, it's my good boy. So uh, yeah. he we recorded two weeks ago, so that'll air next week. And we talk about that stuff and we talk yeah. about the future of Slay Nation. He was like, Hey, you ever think about doing some national kayak? meetups or, you know, uh, series. And I said, and I said, you know, in the future that's on the game plan, you know, like I, I you know, we're going to do something big this August in the Northeast. And I, I don't see any reason we can't hit 150, you know, Slayers to show up and, and fish. There's no reason we can, can't hit that as a minimum. And, you know, that's just going back to these larger trails, you know, try to partner a little bit more with your local series. Well, we will push people. Like I guarantee you, I will get Slay Nation members to go to these bigger, uh, you know, top three type events if they come up to our areas and I get why they don't, the, you know, Connecticut stay away, the parking and permit stuff permits are easy, we only get so much parking that's what KBF had issue when they were here in Candlewood, mm. um And I knew that was going to happen I was like why they choose can up here Connecticut, you know, great spot. But the parking sucks. And um, so, you know, and we want a partner. That's the thing. We like the partner. My new directors are like, hey, I want to you know Southern Nevada, AJ, you know, new kayak series, a new state for us. He's like, hey, is it okay if I partner with, you know, the, um, you know, West champion, you know, the California kayak series? Absolutely absolutely partner up. Hey, they say we can send our, our top five anglers to their championship, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, absolutely. That's what it's all about. I will never say no, unless it's something I don't, you know, I'm like, I heard some shit about, um, you know, I don't want to be associated with that, but you know, as of right now, uh, we're not turning any opportunities away unless I feel, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's just not a good idea. Um, but, You know, yeah. And you
1: said it. Y'all are y'all are, and and people will tout this in the kayak world. The grassroots, you know, and all your local clubs are grassroots. But you, you're a, you're reaching out and creating grassroots with Slay Nation, which in turn, in all those smaller grassroots, um, you know, seeds that you're planting are a a part of the slay nation. Right. Yeah. And so that, that that makes your organization be able to reach more people. And then you, these big national tournaments that want to come in, you, you have a, you have a network for them to tap into that already is, is working in that. So it makes sense. It does. And and I like what you're doing because you're doing a, you're not trying to be one of those folks you, no. you 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 know your identity you know your purpose yeah. and you know what you want to be yeah. and and it's, it's it is literally growing the sport and i think y'all are doing that as well as anybody because you're figuring out how to get people off the bank and into a competitive fishing situation
0: and that's what it's and, all about it's how do yes. you how do you get people to participate in the opportunity Right. right. Opportunity. Small boat, is our kayak, right? small exactly. engine. Yep. Yeah. If it Whether, floats, it's a boat. It, yeah. If you want it, we have our next generation online series. That's youth, eight to 14 year olds. You know, mm-hmm. last year was the first season we offered that the whole point of that was one to get, how do you bridge the gap between like technology and getting kids outdoors tourney X, right? These kids, you know, like that's kind of incorporating some technology. How do you upload a fish? How do you, you know, log into the app? You have your timestamp. You got to check in, you check out, you know, you got to go on to see your standings. You know, you could share that with your boys, right? How do you, and also, I mean, I can't tell you how many. Huh? All your homies, all your homies. You know, we had moms taking their sons out, right? To bring them to the local pond. We had uncles taking nephews out. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's what it's about. How do we get these kids up and out? But it's tournament fishing, man. Like I have students that are like, you know, you know, they call at my school, they call us by our first name. They say, Frank, I had a student. He's an eighth grader. He, he's like, Frank, you want to go fishing this winter break? And I'm like, Tone, you're the man. You know, I was like, <laughs> I, I wish, I wish I could, you know, he, he you know, but uh, we're just busy and I got in my own kids to watch. And, and, but the, the fact that, you know, he wanted to go out with me and I, I talked to him about this online stuff that how do we, that's, you know, how are we growing the sport? And it starts from the yeah. bottom. It starts from the bottom. and And that's, that's why I'm passionate about that. And so of our directors and our team is, you know, we don't, we don't need to be the big pros. I don't need to be, you know, pro staff for friggin' mm-hmm. that, you know, that's a whole nother rabbit hole, right? We got sponsors, you know, where, you know, pro st- I could be pro staff for everybody that we partner with. Right. But I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Right. I c- we care about taking care of our Slay Nation members, right? If I see another club that charges the membership fee, and they don't list where that membership fee is going and i'll you know that's why we always list what is included Mm -hmm. right because i think transparency is big and uh, and you know that's what one thing we're trying to do like you know i'm always on my phone or you know i know some organizations right you can text some organizations you can't you can't just text the owner and be like hey and ask a question. I'm like constantly, it's like, these are all my friends are like, Frank, how about this? Frank, how about this? Oh, the date's wrong on this. Oh, i got to go on the website. Thanks for letting me know, you know? And so we're an open book here, you know, it could it be busy at times? Absolutely. But transparency and taking care of who's taking care of you is really the backbone of what we do here.
1: Well, I'm so glad that you gave me your, 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 your cell phone number because <laughs> I am a professional at sending <laughs> Booby pictures for birthdays, and I know uh, your birthday. I know your birthday is June twentieth. Close, July twentieth. Maybe that shit. It's one of them 20ths because you got the shit posted on Facebook. I know. I do. Because you 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 are six months. I'm December twentieth, nineteen
0: eighty one. Oh no shit.
1: Yeah how's it how's it feel to be an old fuck? Don't even say that, man. It feels great. <laughs> Feels <laughs> great. How does it feel? Welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. So I have a question. I heard when you turn forty, you have to go get your prostate examined.
0: Have you done that yet? <laughs> Not yet, dude. Not yet. I'll, I'll, I'll plan that one with the colonoscopy at the same time. We'll just bang them both out. Well, well, no. The colonoscopy is fifty. You got to get the prostate first. Yeah, I think. Well, I have to get my colon. Well, my mother Look. passed co- colon cancer, so I have to
1: oh, I have to go. Yeah, hey, you yeah my, a everybody. Take your-
0: you need to take Everybody's your ass and me. get
1: both of your shit. You need to get both of your shits done. Ooh, and look, the last time that your wife gave birth, you birthed Slay Nation. So when you go <laughs> in for your prostate exam yeah, or your colonoscopy, one. what are you going to come up with next? I don't Oh, We'll see, baby. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so we got off on a little bit of a tangent. You were saying something, and I can't remember what the hell that something was the hell was it
0: i don't remember the growth i don't either participation growing a sport slay Nation's beginnings i don't remember what the hell we were talking about i don't we know got we got off on something yeah that, yeah we went but, off good
1: talk tribly. i can't believe we missed 25 minutes. I know. In like 88 seconds.
0: And I and I thought so. I didn't see the live thing too. And I didn't Why even, didn't you say nothing? I cuz I didn't I didn't realize it either. I thought I you, saw it come on. You
1: just said you, you realized you didn't see the numbers.
0: I wasn't paying attention Paul. I'm looking at your fucking sunglasses. <laughs> well, I mean, look, these
1: are the best sunglasses ever. I never have to wipe the lens. Ever. Oh, are those bamboo? Are those wood? <laughs> Uh, fuck! I, I have no idea. There, there are some sunglasses. Oh, they that look. They are made in the shade, baby. Hell Ooh. yeah. Oh, let's go. So, all right. I want to keep talking. So, I'm going to ask you very personal questions. I'm just kidding. Um,
0: <laughs> ask whatever you want, baby.
1: So, so it's funny. You, uh, you're so. All right. I, I, I made some notes. And a couple of them were shit that I got to redo from the the first time that (laughs) we did this shit. Look, Frankie, how fucking awesome were the first 25 minutes? It was good, man. I
0: was, I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm a little bummed that it's not recorded, dude. That was a good one. You're
1: bummed. You're bummed. I'm hiding. I'm hiding the pain in my ass right now (laughs) because I feel like I sat on this fucking blue <laughs> microphone twenty six <laughs> minutes into this podcast oh, because shit. we lost some we lost some good shit dude. I know I'll tell you this. We've connected tonight. That's right. We, we have something What's all about? between What's us tonight. About we have twenty five plus minutes that no one will ever know between, that no one else will ever have. That's it. That's how bonds ever. are happening. Hey, so when when does your episode with our monda bass kayak and beers drop?
0: I think January 3rd. I think he mentioned right. it. Yeah, so next, whatever, next Monday or so. Next yep. week.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. so y'all check that out. Uh, Armando has been on. I've been on Armando's. Great guy. We love Armando. And Bass right. Cack and beer's here. Yep. Uh, so check that out. What What is, and we'll, we'll get into, I know you got sponsors and stuff. We'll get into that. Yep. But, like, what is, What's the next two, three years of Slay Nation look like, either what you want it to look like or you think it looks like? Like, where do you see it in the next two to three years?
0: Yeah, so we want to continue building the local series, right? We want to continue getting to new states we are not in yet, right? We're currently in 23, 24 states, but there's a lot that we still want to reach out to and get and try to get some directors in. Right. So that one is the growth and trying to, because once we can do that, when we can get in more regions, right. For example, on the West coast. Yeah. We have Arizona, Nevada, California, but we need to get a few more of those States up there. Right. And y'all
1: are having, is it the kayak or the small boat in California? We all have like 85 members.
0: Yeah. California, our small vessel series in Cali, they've been our largest trail Uh, Since they've been on board with us, they're heading into their third season. Um, Yeah. He's always had 80 plus they're converting to a horsepower series next season. Okay. Um, Yeah. They got 80 plus. I mean, we have a bunch of our trails that have, you know, 45, 50 plus, uh, you know, uh, across the board, you know, so real 2019, we were in seven states, uh, which we didn't plan to be in seven states. It was just mass and Connecticut. So we're in seven (laughs) states, with the hundred, 150, we had 150 slayers. 2020, 17 states, we had 365 Slayers. And then last season, our target goal was 500. We had 21 states on board with uh, just shy of 700 members, Mm -hmm. right? And so uh, we want to continue growing that, right? We have to continue growing that. Um, And so continue building local series so we can start doing regional events, right? That's one thing we want to do. So we can, like, for example, this August, we're going to do one in the Northeast, the Slayers Ball. You know, it's going to be somewhere in New York, not sure where. Any, any Slayer, Slay Nation member can come to it, uh, but I have a feeling it'll be Northeast heavy because of the location. But we're doing that. I want to make sure the first big thing we do, that one, um, it's a tester, right? I don't want to be somewhere further away and, and have it be a shit show. I want to make sure... Whatever we do well,
1: here, show to be in your backyard.
0: Exactly. that. exactly. That's where I want it to be in my backyard. It's easy to clean up. And uh, so Pop-pop. that's right. And so uh, I want to make it really fun. I really want to, you know, build off of that and do some national stuff. Right. Want to do some national stuff as far as like Slay Nation meetups. You're a Slayer from across the country. Central location. Let's let's do it, you know, and have all these john boaters and kayakers and canoers and everybody just collide. Um, So that's that's the that's the five year plan. Um, And then and then, you know, I I would like to dip my toes into doing some national kayak series type deal where, you know, maybe five events, one in the northeast, one down south one on the West coast, right. And do open events, right. Make it an open event. So you don't have to be just a slay nation member. Let's do an open event. And that's how we can build our brand as well. Um, And who knows, you know, I'm, I'm not against uh, partnering with other series. You know, we partner with KBF, you know, gives our, Mm -hmm. our members an opportunity to earn qualification to their NC, but uh, you know, we could be a feeder for one of the, you know, we could be a feeder system for Hobie, for example, you know, if they keep getting bigger and, you know what kind of feeder system that looks like? I have no idea, um, but you know, I think these bigger series are going to have to really start looking to partner with these local series. That's the blood of everything, right? You got to, you know, Red Mans, uh, you know, the the Bass ah, Open ah, series, all that. You're stuff. Showing your age, like, showing your age
1: with Red Mans.
0: <laughs> that's right. Age. That's all. That's all grassroots. That's all grassroots. How know. do you think these? Where do you think these elites started? And that's how, it has got to start with this, mm. you know, and the kayak series, this is our first year being in the kayak series. This is the first year we ever offered a kayak series only, mm. you know? Um, yeah. We always incorporated kayaks, but we never had a kayak only series. And right, right, we were in 14 States our first year with it. Like that's not too shabby. And we, we you know, mm. we're continuing to grow with that. And um, you know, I just, we're, we're just keeping our head down. We're in the middle of the pack. No one really knows who we are. Some people do.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and we're cool with that. We stay out of the drama. Um, mm-hmm. we just, you know, we stay focused and energize what we got going on and, uh, and just, you know, we do other haters. Yes. We get haters all the time. We got we get prank calls. Like I had <laughs> my Pennsylvania, <director. laughs> Dude, that's how, you know, you made it. Um, when, uh, so our Pennsylvania director, he's like my right-hand man, we call him Slay Ray, right. He does all of our jerseys, all the sublimation he's just he works like a hound in his basement right hardest working guy i know and uh he got a prank call last the beginning of this past season someone said you know someone was like hey is this a slay nation and and ray's like well this is slay nation pa how can i help you he's like is slay nation a cult and he's like so ray starts laughing he's like i don't know what you're talking about man he's like that's funny he's like how can i help you he's like no like is slay nation a cult like is it run by one person? And Ray's like, well, we have an owner, founder, but we've run <laughs> tournament trails. So Ray was confused. He was like, what the fuck? And so the guy's, the guy's like, well, so you you follow like one person and you... you know. And Slay Ray's like, listen, we run fishing tournaments. Do you need help with that or no? And the guy was like, yeah, so you're a cult. And he hung up. And I go, what the freak? So <laughs> that, was, that was a weird – that was the weirdest call we've ever got. Well, and, you, uh,
1: did, you did birth Sleigh Nation <laughs> in the hospital while your wife was in fucking labor. I know. Christine, Christine, listen! Oh my God, I got the best idea for a fishing tournament, <laughs> and she's like, "Bitch, I'm in labor. What the fuck you talking about fishing?
0: I'm you don't have a boat. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God! So that was a funny. That was a funny call. You know, I was like, "Ray, we did it." Um, <laughs> you know, nothing. You know, and I don't. I barely ever post on any Facebook, like forums anymore. We get shit. Even Connecticut, dude, I don't fish. And, I, and you can ask why I'll build this. I don't post in any Connecticut Facebook forums <laughs> because people just roast and I can't, I can't handle it. Sometimes I, I either get back or I just have to delete it. It keeps me up. And I don't know why I've learned. I've learned. I had to teach myself how to like get past that and use it as fuel. Right. And it has, but we, you know, we, like I said, we just energize what we got going on but it's it's
1: i'll tell you this i i haven't i haven't i haven't got any negative feedback on the podcast or anything yeah and uh you know we might i i don't fucking know alex is gone that's his fucking i i'm here to be a pretty face and fucking funny but yet here i am having to do all the fucking shit i'm the one responsible for not fucking hitting go live and missing 25 minutes of, of a great episode. Oh, but shit. if somebody did have some fucking shit to say, I don't fucking care. Yeah. You know yeah. why? You know why? I, you you ain't paying me for yeah. this shit. <laughs> yeah. I ain't getting paid for this shit. Yeah. I come on here and talk whatever the fuck I want to talk about Yeah, with the people I want to bring on. And we have a good time. That's not what we want to yeah. do. Yeah. And, and that's what Slay Nation does. Y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all set it up so people can go fish and they can fish competitively at yeah. whatever level they want to. If they just want to fish competitively and luck into a win or if they're trying to fish competitively to practice to make it to the kayak world bass fishing championships of the Hobie BOS series, yeah. KBF, let's put them all together. They can <laughs> do that. And, the and so that's you think of it like that is you're opening the door
0: for people that never had a door to walk through. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is, because, you know, the fishing industry, we the, the everyday anglers, us weekend warriors, us you know, doing it for a hobby, doing it for fun. We are the majority. You know, we're the majority. We are the people that make these other uh, organizations and tackle shops and bass. Pro- we, we are who make them rich. Right, we're the mm-hmm. consumers. We're mm-hmm. buying. That's us. We need something for ourselves, right? We need to start and, taking care of ourselves. Yep. And Frankie, let's back it up because both of us fished
1: as non-boaters, not co-anglers. Yeah. Yep. As non-boaters. Yes. And we saw this was for me. This would have been two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay. You fished. Bass or FLW, whatever your local club was. Yep, and you either had a boat or you fishing on boater. Yep, that was. It. I had to pay this. I had to pay the same amount of dues. Yep, I had to pay the same entry fee to every tournament, and, and I gas, competed sometimes. against everybody. I competed against the boater I was fishing with. Yeah, I competed against every other boater. Like you know, that was the only way I could compete. Yeah. If I didn't have a boat, was as a non-boater. And so we we came up yeah. in that era of if you wanted to be a, a competitive angler and you didn't have a boat, you had to be a non-boater. And we all know that shit ain't, that's not easy fishing. If no. you're successful as a non-boater, you got your shit dialed in to be a non-boat and angler.
0: <laughs> you're just, honestly, if you're a non-boater and you got, you're just getting lucky on the spot the boater took you to, right? Yeah. That's it. It's you got to a spot the right time and you're f- using whatever the right lure at that s- specific time and place. That's it because, and I'm not, you know, and anybody that's going to watch uncontrolled, this, it's uncontrolled variables. It, there you go. It's, it's out of your control. Exactly. It really is. And I mean, there's good and bad to that. The good thing about being a non-boater is one, if you're fishing locally, you will learn the local waters, right? By getting out there on the water. So you'll learn different spots and things of that nature Sometimes you have a great boater that will say, hey, Frank, we're going to head to this point because there's fish on a lay down over here. I was just here two days ago, blah, blah, blah. And you ask questions. That's the one advice I will give you. If you have a boater mm-hmm. that's talkative, not all are talkative, but, it, you know, let's just say the majority are ask questions because they are, they, they will talk to you, right? You got to idle out until you can actually blast off. So ask, I used to ask that I, this guy, Chris Bueller. he works for Shimano. Now he's high up there. He mm. was uh, sponsored by Lucker city is headquartered out of Connecticut. Mm. Right. And so, you know, sluggo that's in Connecticut. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And so that's old school, another old school slug old school, old school, but they're still, they're still rolling. And so, yep. You go on the, who's River right now for schoolie stripers and they kill that all day. Um, what, what the fuck did you just, the what river, what? The, Ho- the Housatonic River, Schooly
1: Stripers. Schooly. Sh- so stripers. That, that, you come down here saying some shit like that in the South, and you're probably going to get your ass beat. <laughs> Small Stripers, all right? Are you saying you looking at my school children? <laughs> <laughs> no, right?
0: Anyway. all right. <laughs> so, so 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 Chris Bueller, uh, you know, he took me out and I in my club at that time, ABA, I looked at him as like the Kevin Van Dam of our club. Right. He yes. was like just doing stuff that I never even thought of. And I learned a lot just hearing him talk. Then I got to fish with him. So I said, I'm going to lick this opportunity. So we're idling out. He's like, Frank, we're going to hit this big, this big, you know, this weed line up here. Uh, it's on a hump, blah, blah, blah. And I know there's fish there. There's a small amount there. So I stop them. I go, Chris, I go, I got to ask you this. Now, this was like 20, uh, 2007, 2008. I'm like, Chris, how do you know? I asked him this. I said, how do you know there's fish there? Because I never could this, understand that concept. This is 2D sonar, non-colored 2D sonar. Yeah. And I'm just like. I'm like, dude, how do you know there's fish there? And he starts laughing. He's like, because you go off the the time of season, the time of year. He's like, I was pre-fishing. He's like, I've been fishing on this body of water for 20 plus years with my dad. And I'm like, okay, so we go there. No lie. He says, here, use a fluke, which is one of my favorite ways to fish, right? Weightless fluke, a zoom super fluke, white one. I pop it on. And he's like, just cast over this. So we're casting at the same time. And I had a limit within a half an hour. That was the first time I ever had a limit in tournament fishing, right? Because one, he took the time to show me and he didn't care. He, he ended up winning the event, but you're not always going to get a guy like that. Probably mm-hmm. 80% you're not going to. So, okay. I fished seven years as a non-boater and I got lucky. I had a great club. A lot of guys would tell mm-hmm. to me. And there was two times where I finished in third out of everybody. I beat the mm-hmm. boater I was with, but not every, you know, I spent and wasted a lot of money. I did learn not a lot. I I mean, I would say I learned, right. I wouldn't say it was worth all my tournament entry fees and paying gas for that seven years. Like when I could have probably, I wish I had a jumbo or a kayak and could have fished another, you know, tournament uh, you know, style and saved money and had a better opportunity at winning, but do a year or two of non-boater do a year or two, Right. Mm-hmm. And then start looking into kayak tournaments or small vessel tournaments, um, because next thing you know, like you're, you you got to start learning how you want to fish. Right. you got to learn how you are an angler. You, you know, you're just going off the, the boater. You know, if you're a non-boater, most times you're going to get backboated and they're going to put you in a deep end and they're going to be fishing the shallows. Right. Hit, you know, hitting the riprap. And You're like, I don't even know how to drop shot, and I'm out in 50 feet. What am I gonna do? My my chatterbait, <laughs> you know, that, that ain't doing so good right here. And, 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 you know, so it, it's if it's you're
1: awesome. if you're a non-boater and in this in this well, fuck any time of the year, you bring a drop shot rig, and you yeah. bring a Carolina rig. Yeah, that's the only two things you need is a that, non-boat drop. Absolutely. That is a lifestyle drop saving. shot, Carolina rig. Bring those two things, bring those baits. And if you need something else, and I can't remember where I heard this, I heard this on a podcast. If you need anything else, the boater will give it to you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or you just, so, you just you just sneak in there. Oh no, what are you doing over there? I'm not. I'm just getting my lunch out of your compartment. Yeah. Right. So, I know.
1: Hey, speaking of that, speaking of a uh, being a non-boater, don't bring dipping glow. Leave that fucking shit oh. at home. And if you bring something to eat, don't bring shit that's gonna spill Frank, no, on, on their no, floor. Uh, no. And, 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 and just look, be be a cool, be just be a nice guy.
0: Yeah, be quiet then, if at they, first. If if I they would say catch that
1: fucking fish.
0: Yeah, if they catch the fish they need, they will yeah. help you catch fish. Yeah. And but learn to be a good net person. That is key yes, because they yes. will get pissed at you if you poke at the fish and you knock <laughs> it off. I'm not saying I've ever done it. I was a good-ass net man, but there was this one guy. My you friend, put the net in the water, and they put the fish in the net. That's it. Just be like, hey, you didn't put the fish in the net. What do you want me to do? <laughs> put you know? the net in the water. But the whole I way, have, I, they guide the
1: bitch into it.
0: That's right. I got some two cool stories. One, it was my very first tournament fishing as a non-boater. I fished with this other guy, Frank, out of New York and uh
1: shit did y'all argue over who was the real frank
0: no i wish i would he had a nice boat he was a guy that told me to watch out for the gel coat when i stopped when i stepped off the dock they got his boat he said don't touch the gel coat i said here we go Uh, everything (laughs) i've been told about people being ass bags i gotta get one so he was he was a dick he was like he he was i heard him we bumped into the one of the uh guys that own kitech on Candlewood, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm fishing. I'm trying to teach these guys a few things how to fish." He's like, yeah, "I'm probably gonna win. This is like stuff he's actually saying." And I'm in the back of the boat, like, "Jesus Christ! Like, can when's the eight hours?
1: He ain't got a bite all
0: fucking day." So Fuck the other, he he did all right. He did Frank's like a, last name didn't rhyme with cheese. That's right for real. Russo, more like I don't even know, dude. But so His last name was Russo. I think so. I don't remember. So so there's the fucking Russell. problem. He yeah. was
1: the pussy ass karate kid. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we all know Johnny was the badass.
0: That's right. For that's true. That's right. Strike hard. Strike fast. Strike whatever. Um, Kick his
1: ass, Johnny.
0: That's right. Kick his ass, Johnny. So I, know I John,
1: Look, I don't think they ever saw uh, show Johnny's mama, but I know good and goddamn well she smoked Marlbor reds
0: unfiltered. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt about it, dude. <laughs> but a Guns <laughs> and Roses, a cut off of Guns <laughs> and Roses t shirt. No nice sleeves. Kick. Nice kick. Um, <laughs> shredded sleeves. Uh, yeah. So I'm on this guy's but, boat. But and I, had, I had to go to the bathroom and I knew if I, I had to go, like I just had to go. My kidneys were so. I was trying to hold as long as I could and like, I can't. So I'm like, hey, you had can I, I I said, no, I got to take a piss. And I was like, hey, can I, is it all oh. right if I take a piss off the back of your boat? He's like, do you have an empty bottle? He wouldn't, you know, I'm like, yeah. No,
1: no, no. So, but look, so. first of all, first of all, I ain't, I don't give a fuck who you are. I ain't asking to pee off your boat. I'm peeing. <laughs> I know.
0: But that, I was trying to keep my etiquette. And so. Fuck your, fuck <laughs> that ain't etiquette. I that, got the piss, bitch. Believe me. I know. But I was like a little, you know, I was new and I was nervous. So I was like, whatever. So I emptied out a power bottle and I'm sitting there. And I, I mean, it was a big one. You know, like those 32 ounces. I filled that thing up to the brim and it looked just like, it looked just like the lemonade. It looked like the lemonade flavor. And so the tournament ends. Tournament you Dip ends. a little
1: bit out on the side. Right. Hey, hey, slow down. I got to pour some out for my homies because you made me piss in a bottle on I know, a fucking bro.
0: boat. I, I dumped a little in his live well, so a few smallmouths died. He got deducted. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pH. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so we get you to. He puts him in his two stroke, in his two stroke vent, right? <laughs> hey, look, motherfucker, put me that in That would have been a good idea. That would have been a good idea. So we get to weigh in, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, whatever. I, I watched away, and I immediately put my poles in the car. I leave. I say my thank yous to the director, and I leave, and I'm like, oh shit. I never took out the Powerade bottle. I left it in his <laughs> compartment. So I'm thinking of myself. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. That's 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 my gift to old Frankie boy. Um, and so that the next was, tournament, that, you drew Frank the Asshole again. I, no, I didn't. I never saw him again. Never it's saw the guy again. Never. And so, so, so that was that. Go ahead, but go ahead. Another time I'm fishing as a non-boater. And this was like, like this one. It's like I was drawn as a non-boater this day, like through the grace of God. And uh, I'm fishing with this guy, Todd Rose. Awesome guy. He's like the the CEO of some health corporation up here. He smokes. He smoked like three packs of cigs before the first <laughs> pass, Right. <laughs> Nicest guy. Like I mean, he always had the newest Ranger. I mean, he was he's a he, yeah. You know, this guy could fish. You know, I knew his name. Uh, really great guy. And I drew his boat, and and I was the only non-boater in our club, by the way. And so we're on a we're on a. So,
1: so was I for two right? years. So was yeah, I.
0: I was proud of it, man. I was proud of it because I knew I had to start somewhere, right? And I didn't care. And so, uh, and so we're fishing Highland Lake, and it's cold out. It's like late March, early April, or whatever. And he's got his bib on, and we were talking. There was one time where I, you know, it got quiet. He wasn't a big talker. He's a really nice guy. And so, on the back of the boat, and I farted, and he goes, "What's <laughs> up?" Like, yo, straight up. <laughs> So I, dude, I, I was Did laughing so like, hard. Oh. Hold on. Was was it like the
1: first time? Was it like the second date with your wife, Christina? When you <laughs> farted? Was it one of these? <laughs> or was it just
0: like, you're like, yep, it's time. No, it was. It, exactly, dude. It was time. I, uh, yes, it was time. And uh, so I let, one, <laughs> I let one rip. And he goes, he just turned around. He's like, oh, what was that? And I was like, so I die laughing. And I can't talk. And he's like, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I was like, what kind of jig are you throwing? And so he starts fishing, right? And it's still morning time, right? It's about 8.30 in the morning. And I mean, the water temp was cold. It was, if I recall, it was still like the high 40s, right? And uh, and so I don't hear him talk. And I don't hear anything for like a good 20 minutes, right? And uh, I just happen to turn around. I'm trying, to, I'm focused, right? I turn around. He's half in the water, right? He's like his waist. Up is all submerged. Um, and I'm like, what the fuck? so I, I'm I'm thinking he's looking at something under his boat, right? I didn't know. And what, dude.
1: What? he's got some goggles on, <laughs> hey, he's well, got
0: you could got some goggles, well, got some goggles on his, the bow was like, up a little bit. I'm, like,
1: like, little bit. I'm like, like, let me let what so it you're almost, telling me, you're telling me he couldn't afford one of them fucking little cones. So he's got his whole he's got half his body he's in got, there with a snorkel <laughs> snorkel. I don't think that shit's legal. I oh, think he should have been
0: DQ'd. That's funny. Well, I thought he was look I thought he had something tangled. It looked like he was looking over the gunnel a little bit and like was untangling something. And I'm, but I'm you're I'm saying sleeping. he was underwater. Yeah, well, he was. It was I, it was weird cuz I I was <laughs> I was like, this bitch
1: has died of a heart attack. And Frankie's like, God damn, he must be hung bad, y'all. This bitch is, ha- he's in the water. His feet are all twitching and dangling.
0: He must, can't have, been get his, must have been his favorite lure. Who knows? And so, I'm, so I'm like, I'm like, what? So I, I'm like, look. So I look back. I look back again. And his feet are shaking. <laughs> and it, Dude, so I'm like, oh, shit. So I dropped my, my gear. I dropped my rod. I run over. And He was drowning. Right. He couldn't get himself up his hands. He could not get his hands behind him to get up on the gunnel and push himself up. And so I run over. I pull up. I pull him up. He's he comes up gasping. Oh, he's spitting. And he's just like like, gasping for air. And I'm like, you know, I was like in shock, too. I didn't I wasn't. Obviously, I'm not giving CPR. He's awake. And I'm like, what the fuck? So he comes at two. And I go, Todd, I go, you all right? I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, I dropped my rod in the water. His rods were expensive. I mean, he must have had like a $500 combo. And he he dropped down to get it before it sunk. And when he did that, he went in a little too far. And he was past his waist. And he could not get his body up. And he, he must have been in there for a good, he told me like a good 20, 30 seconds before he felt me. And I'm like, I felt bad that I waited that long. And uh, so I pull him up. And He's like, Frank, I think you just saved my life, man. And I go, he goes, What do I owe you? I go, I'll take his boat. <laughs> I was like, I'll take this. You know, I was joking, of course. That was the first and then we started laughing, but I was like, Todd, not for nothing, dude. There's a reason you know, you drew my number to you drew me today, man. Because if I wasn't here, who knows? Who knows what you would have done? I mean, maybe he would have just went in the water, yeah. but his bib could have filled up. I don't know.
1: So this is this is a lesson. If you drop your shit in the water and it's worth enough, you go, you go loot, uh, you fucking die for that shit. I just posted Lone Star Kayak just posted him dropping his fucking shit in the water and him going, oh shit, and trying to get it. I'm like, dude, either it was a cheap ass combo or you rich. Yeah. Because I, look, I don't have a lot of money. Yep. If I drop some shit in the water, I'm fucking going in after it. Yes. If the yep. water is 40 degrees, yep. I'm going to save my shit. I'm going to put in a kayak. I don't wear a lot of clothes. I'm going to go to the bank because I have, I have a lighter. I have yep. dry matches. I have dry bags that have shit in there that I can start a fire with. I'm going to get naked. I'm going to start a fire. I'm going to start calling people. Yep. And you know what? I might catch a fish and grill that bitch on the fire that I'm sitting <laughs> at on the bank because I'm country and that's what yep. the fuck we do. Yeah. But tangent aside, getting back to us being non boaters and fishing and that. My, in, 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 in October of last year, I told my wife, I want to start fishing again. I've got all this fishing gear and shit. You know, I grew up fishing. I had all this fishing stuff. I fish in these clubs, blah, blah, blah. So I want to start fishing again. I got Sharon Harris, Falls, nice. Jordan. All these lakes are, are twenty, are less than 30 minutes from my house to at least one landing. Yep. I want to start fishing again. I have some buddies in the area. And so I, I see I had a kayak because we lived on the, the Savannah River. Yep. And I took it out and would just fiddle fart around with, with ultra light stuff, catching perch, whatever the fuck bit. Perch, catfish, I didn't care. Yep. And I saw a guy there, and this was would have been spring of 2020, with this tricked out fucking kayak. And it was a Hobie PA 12. Oh, yeah. But the guy's name was Steve on a trailer. And I'm looking at this kayak and I'm like,
0: holy shit,
1: dude. <laughs> And he tells me about, at this point in time, one of our local clubs. And so as I dive in, there's another local club. Well, during all this time, also, I've sent emails out to every bass club okay. in, yep. in our area. yeah. And three quarters of them come back and said, we don't fuck with non-voters.
0: Oh, shit. And I'm
1: like, oh, yeah, yeah. We've had bad experiences. We don't fuck with non-voters. I'm like, well. I'm like, look, I, I'll pay for get. like, I, I don't care. Yeah. I understand because yeah. Yeah. people are dicks, yeah. but I'm not like that anyway. And I went fishing with a guy with a local club here. And, and so I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, what club I was going with. Yeah. And then I saw, and then what I, I, I can't remember the exact yeah. steps, but I get to the point that I'm like, let me, let me ask about some of these kayak clubs <laughs> And so then I start doing some research and all the the world opens up and I'm like <laughs> I, you're telling me I can get a kayak and and com, com, I want it to I I do not like to fun fish. Yep, yep. I fish because I want to beat the fuck out of whoever is beside me in the boat with me in the tournament like I want to win. And if yeah. you don't catch no fish that day, I don't give a shit. If that was your most worst day fishing ever, yeah. I don't care. I yeah. beat your ass. That's all <laughs> I care about. I want to win. But this opened that world to me. And that's yeah. what Slee Nation does yeah. Yeah. for so many people is it gets them that opportunity to get in there, you know, the granddad's John boat, yeah. um, you know, yeah. the the 1952. Starline, Starcraft that That's they get right. from from That's somebody right. down the road that they can get in the water in. what you do is you give people an opportunity to go out and fish competitively. Yeah. And a lot of people like that competitive edge, regardless yeah. of how well they do. They like to be able to go out there and compete and create camaraderie. Yeah. And I think that's, you've, you have opened up a lot of avenues for that. Not just kayak, not yeah. just small engine, yeah. you know, you've opened up a lot of avenues for people to get their ass off the bank and people yeah. to be on the bank, but people yeah. primarily get off the bank to go fish competitively. Yeah.
0: And, and that's, and that's, what, that's what,
1: that's what sets you apart.
0: You know, and that's what I told, you know, my team, you know, I was like, you know, we're not just a small boat series, right? We are a tournament organization. You know, I want everybody, all the directors, I want them to understand that. Like, that's what we do. We're not just catering to one or the other. We just want to provide fishing opportunities. That's Mm -hmm. it. It's that simple. That's That's it. it. How how we do it. What you know, we'll figure it out each year. We sometimes dabble in a new series. Like we, you know, like we first came out with the small boat series. That's our bread and butter then we did two years of that then we added a kayak series we added lady slayers the next generation and next year we add the horsepower 75 horse and lower and to see how that goes right because we partner with tiny boat nation so uh-huh. it's little by little we'll get there and i get asked all the time in connecticut big boat series you know like the big bass boats and i was this close to offering one next year then i stopped on my tracks and i was like there's no fucking way. There's no way I could direct that with every directing my own series, everything else, family life. You know, my wife owns a business. She owns a beauty boutique on top of her full time job. It's just I could not do it. So I was like, nah. And I, and I'm kind of glad. Hold I up, did that. hold up, hold up. Your wife got two businesses, and you out here are fishing. <laughs> she she runs. She's a social worker, right? That's her full time gig, and then. At night, she, her, and my sister in law own a beauty boutique in, in town here. It just—it's oh, about two years old, uh, so she's trying to go full time with that. But damn, so work. your
1: wife a social worker with a business, and you just out here fishing.
0: I wish I was just fishing, bro. I
1: wish. So you <laughs> are a teacher. Teachers have the easiest job in America. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I it, it, so people didn't hear this recorded, but I told you earlier, I grew up in a family of teachers.
0: Yep. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> it, it listen, it's not a hard, it's not a hard job. I don't, I wouldn't consider it hard. Do you have to have patience? I, I teach preschool to eighth grade, so I got to have a, a variety of patients, but, um, you know, compared to like, you know, social worker and working with adults with mental illnesses and schizophrenia and drug addicts, my, yeah, my job, but, is a, my job is yeah. easy, you know?
1: And we yeah, we we that. ain't here to talk about that because yeah. those are because is the the work that you do is invaluable to to every to society, but that work is not easy mentally for for, for people teaching and social yeah. work. Oh, you no. see a lot of stuff that a lot of other people don't ever get to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. For you, having, having that outlet of being able to go fish yeah. and to either compete or have that quiet time, Yeah, you know, it helps. People think,
0: that, like, people think I'm fishing all the time. I fish when I have a tournament, to be honest with you. Like, right. That's like – that's once yeah. a month during tournament season. And then, you know, summertime when I have all – you know, I coach basketball all summer. I coach clinics throughout Connecticut. If there's mm-hmm. a week I don't have one, right? Yeah, then, I, then I'll get out on the boat, you know, or go take my kids to – you know, bank fish somewhere, but it's not like I'm. Um... So,
1: f- funny story about basketball. I don't know if you ever heard of Raymond Felton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll,
0: I'll
1: I played against him in high school. I outscored him. Matter out of fact, I, I was the high scorer for the whole game. And my first three shots never even hit the rim. One hit the side of the backboard. One airballed. and one hit that backboard so high, it it bounced off and missed the rim. I ended up high score for the game, though. Oh damn! Yeah.
0: Where were you at? were you a shooting guard? Oh hell no, man! I was a six one center. Oh, you're six one. Okay, yeah, six one center. So you had a short team.
1: Well, yes. I well, there was there was one other guy taller than me, but I learned I knew how to play dirty. So when people go up for rebounds, I step on their foot and out-jump them. But the, the thing was, I could dribble. I yeah. could shoot from anywhere on the court. You know, I could okay. shoot. But um, when people played man-to-man, they hated fucking guarding me because we ran a lot of picks, yeah. and I was the guy that ran, ran the picks. Yeah. So I could set up picks real good, plus i never stop. They yeah, fucking so hated guarding they, me. Yeah, yeah. They they got tired, and then either I was shooting layups or wide yeah. open threes. Yeah. But I could bring that fucking shit in, man. I could shoot
0: the ball that, now. That's that's what I was. I was a shooting guard, and I was the same way. I I, I, I like you know Richard Hamilton and Ray Allen. Yeah. They, were known, they were known for non-stop moving, and defenders yeah. would get tired, and that's why they always got their open shot because their cardio was so. You know, but see, but see,
1: now we can't do that in basketball because everything's ISO. Yeah, and motherfuckers just standing fucking around
0: being little bitches. It ain't basketball no more, man. It's It's one on one and one. It's and one. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. All this one on one shit. I yeah. I I would have fouled out in the first quarter if I played (laughs) basketball nowadays because I I don't look man I look I played I played defense too. I was in your face. I was, I was, (laughs) I was breathing in your face. Like whatever the fuck I could do to get the advantage, I did it. I mean, you know, if it was, it it was grabbing your shorts or your shirt and holding it close to me as you ran, like I did, I, people hated me. And we played in a, in a 1A school. So we're talking about schools with less than like, 400 people
0: okay Okay. so
1: we played basketball football baseball track we we knew each other those we liked each other but they hated playing against me hated it especially in basketball anyway Yeah. yeah yeah so so we've covered a lot today and and i thank you because we're at an hour and forty minutes, which means we're actually in a, at two hours and yeah. seven minutes. And that's because true. Because we, we did not record,
0: we lost the first. We did 29. not
1: record. <laughs> yeah, we did not record all the good, the good fun, you know, fun shit that we did.
0: Yeah, but I, I think we made up for it, though.
1: I think we made up. For it. Uh, well, we got the people got to hear the meat and taters of the podcast, and that was what Slay Nation is. Yeah, and who you cater to and, and, you know, what you're trying to grow it into. And I like that. And, and I'm going to, regardless if I get the fish
0: or not, I'm going to join Slay nation this year for sure. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. We have a new kayak series director. We we've had a, you know, in the past, we had a small boat series and that director ended up moving to Texas, new job. And so we haven't been in South Carolina, although, you know, one of my good buddies, I'm in North Carolina. Oh, sorry, North, oh, you're in North Carolina. That's right. Okay, North Carolina, we have our small, oh, man, actually, North Carolina series has converted to a horsepower series next year. Um, Right,
1: but y'all used to, so what's interesting is, oh, I meant to bring this up earlier. I'm glad you reminded me. Y'all used to, for a couple years, I think the first year y'all started this, y'all had the small boat series, because if you follow, if you follow Slab Dynasty, who was a, past guests of Bass and Brews. Yep. They fished some small boat series and I think they were a slay Nation series that they filmed early on in their filming career.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, what state are they out of? They would have been in the Burlington area. In New Hampshire? Randleman. <laughs> Motherfucker, is- North Carolina, not Connecticut. Oh. Jesus Christ. Not, well, no, Burlington, when we think Burlington, that's New Hampshire for us. So I don't fucking know. All, all um, right, Wild Bill fucking Rogers. You don't know. See, you, see? Jesus. you That's where our brains are at, man. It's cold up here. I
1: mean, see, look, I never used to be as stupid as I was until I joined Hooks at Hoodlums. And then I just became so dumb with everything but fishing. My fishing got phenomenal. Yeah. Everything else, I, you know, just I just lost it. I just lost it. Oh, so, shit. so okay. we're we're, we're going to wrap this up because we have been going, and contrary to to previous guests, we're both on Eastern time. Usually, yep. I'm dealing with somebody in in Central yep. or fucking West Coast, yep. so it's like you know, eleven o'clock here, eight o'clock. They're just getting ready to roll. Exactly. Yeah, they're right. getting home from work. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I want to kind of backtrack and say, I want to thank Hooks at Hoodlums. Check out their their apparel. We're both wearing it. Frankie's got the uh, underwater robberies. I've That's got right. the certified palm wrecker, which is my favorite hat that I finally was able to get and wear now. Nice. Check them out. Heels ten H E E L S one zero heels ten. Get you ten percent discount. I know Christmas is over, but everybody has a birthday coming up in twenty twenty two. I can fucking guarantee it. They have one coming up in twenty twenty two. Buying some hooks at Hulum's Gear. Check out check out our Bass and Bruise uh, line of apparel. I don't know the shit. The link will be in there. If I don't have it. And if y'all aren't watching, I'm doing some fucking Harry Potter shit with my dry race pen. Look, a, look at Bass and Brews. I, if I don't forget, I'll put a link in here for it. Um, you know, y- your support the channel, honestly, we aren't making any money off of it. Anything we do make is stuff that we're planning to do. When Alex gets back from being a sailor on the wide open oceans, uh, we're looking to do some, some other stuff with the podcast. Nice. And so if you do that, you're su- supporting the podcast and I would love to send me pictures. Cause I will post that shit because it's awesome. And then the last thing that I want to say, and I'm doing all this first because our guest gets the last talking to Sweet. Lockwood fishing. I will post his Instagram post in, in the link to all this stuff. Or, or in Facebook or, or YouTube, whatever the hell this shit comes up, I don't know yet. I'm gonna post it. But if you're listening, go to Lockwood Fishing. He's doing a giveaway that ends on January 4th, and one person is gonna win. I, I it, it's got to be fucking two thousand dollars worth of stuff. Nice. It's custom rods. It's rods. It's lures. Ooh. It's apparel. Have you seen it, Frankie? I have not. Holy shit. Lockwood L A C H W W O D Lockwood L-A-C-H-W-0-0-D. Fishing. And by zero, I mean O. Yep. Lockwood Fishing. Go check that shit out. This, he's doing a giveaway January 4th. It is unbelievable. Whoever wins that shit, is, it might be the giveaway of the year. Check it out. It's going to be a huge giveaway. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, Frankie, take your time. This is your time to shine, my brother. All right. We at Bass and Brews believe that hollering out the people that give you money to say their name are
0: important. So you tell us who those important people are. Absolutely. First, because no one got to hear me say it, and I do on every single interview I'm on, live, everybody who knows me. whoa, What up, Slayers? That's right. So first off, thank hey you. Yo! For- <laughs> With the bow. First off, thank you to all the Slayers, right? All the Slayers across the country all our directors and all of these sponsors and partners that I'm about to kick off. Cause I got a long list. I have to have a list whenever I get interviewed. Uh, I was on Bass university two weeks ago and, and uh sweet Pete, <laughs> I, I probably gave the longest sponsor shout out ever on the show, but <laughs> to, I, uh, this is how we do to, it.
1: Oh, uh, Bass university who has professional anglers <laughs> and the small boat guy has the longest list. Of sponsors, that's
0: when we got to bring variety. Gotta bring variety. That's how we roll, baby. So, first off, y'all see it right here brand new title sponsor, Hook Set Hoodlums. Let's go with us. Hashtag ride with us or collide with us. Show up a hoodlum and leave a legend, baby. I got that hoodie. Thank you to Santa. All right, let's see. So, check out their apparel. They got a line of everything. They're out of Connecticut. How the hell have we not partnered before this season? I don't know, but we're ready to take it to the stratosphere with Hookset. All right. They're and I'm just proud
1: like of- you, they're tr- they're finding their path, Bo. They yes. knew it's they're all finding it their way.
0: Find your brand, find your niche, and stay on track. That's it. Um, so we have six title sponsors: Hookset Hoodlums, Monster Bass Company. We rebranded our Ooh. lunker, right? To Monster Bass Club. Everybody gets a shout out on social media. Right, we got Wicked Weights, Tungsten Weight Company, veteran owned, by the way, out of New Jersey. That's they've been us, they've been with us for three, four seasons now. Love my boy Jimmy Sperone over there. South Carolina, my boy Jesse owns a company called John Yacht. Right? People are like, what is John Yacht? Doesn't matter what kind of you know vessel you got, kayak, canoe, John boat, that's your baby. That's what you're proud of. That's your John Yacht. You don't need nothing fancy, right? So go check out John Yacht, they make apparel. He's killing it, killing it. Go check out John where, Yat. Stick, stick. Where, where's he in South Carolina? Do you know? He's out of um, near Columbia, I believe. Okay, yeah, I think he's the Columbia area. That's, um,
1: that, that, that's that's how I was born and raised. So I'm interested. Okay, we're
0: gonna talk later about that one. Hit, hit him up. He's an awesome guy. Uh, Sticks fishing. Brand. Uh, yes. So, huh? Sticks. Sticks. Yeah. The West Coast. Nick the informative yes. Fisherman. Travis Moran hopping on board as a title sponsor. So uh, I cannot wait. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, We're really excited. So, uh, you know, uh, so I'm excited to talk about some things we got in the works with them. Travis just moved to a new office space and he's getting, you know, we're going to have a conversation within the next two weeks. I can't wait to share it with everybody. Um, A brand new salt plastic This was one of the first YouTube
1: anglers. Yep. Behind, it was, it was... um, Luke Master and yep. then Nick with yep. them with like weeks of each other. So if you yep. want to you want to get some damn good ass content,
0: oh, he's so go good check at
1: it. out Dick, the informant informative fisherman. Yeah, Holy
0: shit. Some of the best tutorials. He he just breaks down things so well. Um, yeah. A brand new soft plastic company. They haven't even launched yet. They're launching very soon. Think of Japanese domestic market style soft plastic baits. Right. Think of that kind of look. But out of Connecticut, Fuse Fishing, that is the name of the company. They're going to drop soon. I don't know an exact. I know the exact date, but I can't give it. But very soon. And I cannot wait to share. I have a bunch of the prototypes I got to use throughout the summer. Lucky no. Just just get ready, y'all. Get ready. So that's our sixth title sponsor. Now. Here's the rest of our spike uh, sponsors: Viking Eyewear, some of the sickest sunglasses, <laughs> and not overly priced. Viking Eyewear. He
1: says
0: what spikers? He says you said spikers. Did I say? <laughs> Sp- you said Viking spikers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All uh, right, Viking you gotta, Eyewear. You, you know. gotta
1: put. You gotta put them after, so you don't you don't mess up sponsors. Look at Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast. When you fuck up, we pick on you.
0: So. That's true. That's all right. That's all good. All right. Robohawk, phone tethers, gear tethers. Listen, we're all sitting yes. in kayaks, job boats. We're close to the water. We got to take pictures of the fish. Have Sometimes you're going to have an accident protected with Robohawk, the bass juice, fishing attractant. First off, the bass juice owner, John Walton, out of North Carolina. Bass juice is out of North Whoa. Carolina. Talk Where? about an inspiration. Uh, um, He's near uh, the Fuquay. Uh, Are you shitting me? That's where you, that's where I am.
1: Fuquay
0: that's where my, Verena. Where? Fuquay Verena. Yeah, he's, yeah, my, my uh, our director's from that area too. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So that's where Bash Juice is. John Walton, dude. You gotta, listen, inspirational story, man. I'm telling you, he almost lost his life a few months ago and, and uh, you know he has lung disease. COVID didn't help. He was literally in a coma. He was in a coma for like a month. And he, he had beat COVID. Had he had beat COVID? And his wife, while he was in a coma, his wife whispered in his ear, "You know, I'm here for you. You beat it. It's uh, you know, I will be here when you get up." And he said that he heard that while in a coma. You know, he comes. He's a pastor. His dad was a. Uh, pastor, all this stuff, and he kept on to that, and that's what ke- like, and that's what kept him alive, man. He heard that in a coma, and that kept him up. He's just a great insp- inspiration, really good. I had a great talk with him, and I'm going to bring him on live so he could share it because uh, he wants people to understand, you know, know that hey, you know, every opportunity you get in life, you know, you got to soak it in. And so he's got a really cool story. So we're partnering with the Bass Jews. Out, you like coffee, Paulie? You drink your coffee, drinker.
1: First of all. First of all, we talked about this year. Slow the fuck down, Frankie. You're going <laughs> so fast, I can't even give my commentary. To <laughs> Look, this is the only podcast in the fucking world where you get to shout out your sponsors and then we get to have commentary. Oh. You don't have to roll through this shit I'm so like, sure like that, it's your first time run. ever, like it's your first time ever having sex. Slow down. Let's talk about your sponsors when the it arises, dude. This is this is it. I want to drag this shit out for four hours. I told you, okay. I set aside between nine o'clock and twelve forty-five. I fucked up That's the true. first twenty-six minutes. That's true. You did say that. But here, take your That's sponsors true. and let's give them their due, okay? Because these are the people, yeah, who you appreciate yeah. second to the anglers. Yes, true that. So
0: okay, you
1: marina I got to meet that guy because we we're neighbors,
0: literally yeah. neighbors. Yeah, yeah there's All a right. few there's a few other company buddies that live near you that I'll I'll get to. Um yes. yes. Out, Outdoorsman Coffee Company. So people know I love coffee. OCC. I help run their social media, right? And uh, I love it. Veteran owned. David Cruz, who's actually on the you know he's. You know, you talk to Lunch Money, he's good buddies with lunch money and Jeff Mallet. He's one of the original admins for kayak bass nation, David Cruz, um veteran-owned. And so we have a Slay Nation blend, uh Slayers Select, which you we are very Mm. proud of. Worked hard for that. Mm. And you can get that. It's a it's a breakfast blend, right? Uh, but it's every right now, everybody has to go to outdoorsmancoffee.com. Because all bags are $10 till the end of the year. That's when it ends. But you could save 15% off with Slay 15. All right. Get your sum. All their coffee's great. Right. Uh, but I would love to see you post a little Slayer Select. Uh, if,
1: if I could put the the 15% off on here, I would right now. But Alex, aka Swamp Rat Fishing... Ain't teaching me how to do that shit. So you're just gonna have to rewind 15 seconds and listen to this again.
0: Are you on you're on StreamYard, right? Yeah. So do you are you on the dashboard? Do you see the right hand side? It says oh, Frank, Frankie, go go to the next sponsor. <laughs> don't don't all <laughs> right. So the next <laughs> one, life, life jackets, right? Onyx outdoors, right? They sponsor yep. MLF. And yes. they, they partner with Slay Nation. You get 40% off, 40% off their life vest. You need it. That's the most important piece of equipment on your kayak, your boat, whatever the hell you're using. Even if you're fishing a bank. I know some of you clumsy asses need a life jacket sometimes. Right? <laughs> I've seen it before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look,
1: know it. Look, look, most people drown in less,
0: in, in less than four feet of water. That's right. Just saying. I'm just saying harmony fishing. That is the official hook of slay nation. Harmony fishing. John is, I'm telling you right now, harmony. Harmony. that was great harmony. That was an alto. Um, <laughs> so he, he makes his hooks are awesome. He has a razor series hook, super stout, super strong, excuse me, all nickel. He has a top water prop. It's a razor series prop bait. They call it the toad buzz. And it, it, it's your extra wide gap hook, right? Five out, four out, whatever size you want. And it has one of those little mini props in the front. So you can rig your top order frog on there. Now you have a little extra flat, uh, you know, uh, prop going on there to give extra spit, extra sound, vibration, check it out. Uh, it, awesome. I've used it a ton, uh, or a swimming Sanko on top is good to use it with too. Um, Tech Bates, soft plastic company. Tech Bates has been with me the longest. That's a buddy of mine, Eric. Mm-hmm. He's a wizard. When it comes to custom stuff, his colors, I mean, he does such a phenomenal job. He's been with me since he was with me before Slay Nation started, uh, when I was directing that other thing. Um, I found him on, I found him on a like a selling app. I forgot the name of it. Yeah, gotcha. So uh Martin's custom baits, y'all. Listen, I'm telling you straight up. You check out Martin Custom Spinner Baits, those jigs. Tell me if you've seen blades like this or color schemes. If you live in Connecticut, you better be throwing them because they're made for Connecticut waters, although you can use them anywhere. River Wise Fishing, Saw Plastic Company, Mike and Ashley Donahue out of Cali. Also, Slay Nation members, baby. Go check out their plastic. They got some unique colors. They got some unique gear. And What I love most about them is they're just really good people. I uh, absolutely love them. They're great people to work with. Uh, we love having them apart of slay nation and as slayers line cutters that's right y'all you know it line cutters you don't even need a scissor no more get yourself a ring get yourself a flat mount go to linecutters.com. we even have custom slay nation line cutters i have a few in stock if you're interested hit us up the official water shoe of slay nation third year in a row don't be a geek yo get some zico's zico shoes.com <laughs> zico shoes i got three pairs they have colors for Whatever you like, hot pink to neon yellow to all black bat to red, blue, white, whatever you want. And you could save 30% off with our code CTZECO team, right? That's CTZECO team. Save 30% off P line. Now, one thing about P line, they came out with a brand new line of products at ICAST this past year. Uh, it's called first generation fishing. So P line one has phenomenal line. That's my favorite line, you know, honestly. But they came out with a product line. And there is a lipped jig head. That's right. Think of a crankbait lip on a jig head. So you could walk hmm. the dog on the bottom of the lake floor, right? It's really unique. We get a VIP form only for a signation member. So when you place an order, you're going to get VIP pricing from their line to their products, to whatever else they sell on there. That And there's instructions when you become a member. I share that with you what to do. So I, I cannot wait for you all to see the, the prices on especially the line. You're going to save tons of money online. I tell you that right now. Uh, we always sponsor a veteran owned organization and we're partnering with my good buddy. They've been partners with us for three years. My buddy, Matt Ferry moved from Massachusetts. He lives down in North Carolina now mm. and it's veterans fishing where Matt does great stuff. He lives right near you, the, the Fuquay area. Yep. And um, great guy. And uh, we're excited. We're going to be doing lots of fun, you know, we do lots of fundraising events. We're going to do a lot of stuff with Matt next year and veterans fishing and, and helping uh, provide whatever kind of opportunity we can with veterans fishing for vets, uh, you know, that deal with PTSD and to get them some outdoor recreational um, uh, therapy. Uh, Eurotackle. So if anybody out there likes to pan fish, right? Eurotackle has everything you need for finesse tactics, tungsten type products, small plastics, small tungsten jig heads. And they're going to have a new line of Bass products next year. Uh, they're also out of Connecticut. Benoit, the French baguette, my man hustles. My man hustles. EuroTackle is blowing up. Go check it out. Um, the Bass You, baby. Boom. We are official partners with the Bass University. Go check out the interview. They let Slay Nation hop on two weeks ago. Talked with our buddy, Brian the Carpenter, Rizzy. And Sweet peat, So we cannot wait. All Slay Nation members get 50% off their annual membership. That is
1: fucking amazing.
0: And it is a perfect partnership because we want to learn. Tournament anglers in our events, when an event is done, they always go up to whoever won or came t- finished in the money and say, hey, what were you doing? What were you throwing? What were you targeting?
1: Mm-hmm. You want to
0: learn how to fish. You want to be a better angler. Well, there's no better place than to go to the Batch University. And you can uh-huh. either go to a live seminar. They have a, a ton of uh stream seminars that you can be a part of. It's a it's a great partnership. We've been part, you know, I was on Ike Live Show 2019 Christmas special third segment. It was a tiny boat episode. I was the last person to go on. Go check it out. We have a great relationship with that whole crew, right? So uh, I'm really excited to put the Batch U logo on all of our jerseys next year and the Ike Live Show. Absolutely love it. Question.
1: Ike Ike is my most favorite angler ever. Absolutely. Ever. Yep. Ever. Yep. Like Bill Dance. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Roland Martin. Love your helicopter lures, dude. <laughs> you no, know, nice you know, any anybody Ike because Ike changed the, the perception of yes. anglers. Yes. He brought emotion to yep. fishing. Yeah. And I don't, if this, breaking, <laughs> look, breaking rods over your ankle and throwing shit in the water and fucking screaming at a dog and, cut, and hollering at people. You know what? If we had more of that shit right now and goddamn fucking bass fishing, people would watch that shit. You know why people oh, watch NASCAR racing? I'm yeah. from the country. You know why yeah. people watch NASCAR racing? Because the they, the yeah. they get drunk. They get drunk. Fucking NASCAR. NASCAR drivers are pussies. They don't fucking fight. <laughs> they push and slap and scream. They don't do no fucking <laughs> fight. People watch racing true. to see those motherfuckers crash.
0: Yeah. They want to
1: see pain.
0: They want drama. See,
1: they want to see cars flying in the air.
0: Yeah. Ike, yeah. bro
1: nascar yeah. crashes yeah he,
0: definitely did. he brought he brought urban urban city and out you know extrovert personalities to the big stage which
1: i i wasn't an overweight country boy chewing tobacco catching fish on a jig <laughs> yeah. he was yeah. out there living his life to the yeah. fullest yeah and people didn't know what the fuck to do with it
0: yeah. for 15 years that's true that's true. That's why, that's why I always love him. He's a Northeast guy and yeah, this is what we know. This is what we know. This is why I talk fast and we're, we're, we're stupid. Uh, you b- can be
1: stupid, but slow down
0: so we can I, understand I, how stupid you are. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Bounty Hunter Custom Baits. These are two of my great friends, Victoria and Devin right they're they've been together since high school they own the tackle shop now they've done a phenomenal job out of connecticut they've won angler of the year two years in a row for our mm-hmm. connecticut small vessel division but they do custom stuff they do everything japanese domestic stuff on their walls they mm-hmm. support local uh you know uh you know bait makers so they don't have an online thing yet but if you want any other stuff Go follow them and you can DM them. They will mail it out, but they're awesome. Bounty Hunter Custom Baits. Um, The American Angler Outdoors, that is, so that's Alvin Pagliani. He also owns Grey Goat Lures, Custom Spinner Baits. He also started the American Angler Outdoors where, If you want to, if you're an angler or a company and you want to just get recognized, he started a channel. I think it's going to be going on Roku. You can have a 30 second commercial spot. No, you don't pay anything. You just send him your video and he posts it. Uh, If you, you know, you want to, you know, talk about your podcast, right? Bass and Brews, hit up Alvin, tell him, you know, Frankie at Slay Nation, you put together, you can give him some promotional stuff and he'll put it up there right? So it's a really cool channel to help grow your series. If you, uh, you know, you, you, you're you a bait owner, you have a little company you podcast and you want to promote it to a new demographic that doesn't know who you are, go hit up the American Angler Outdoors and you can find them on Facebook. Um, Tiny Boat Nation, that is our official sponsor of our Horsepower Series. Anybody that's done anything with a John Boat modification, or John Boat Fabricating, whatever, you know who Tiny Boat Nation is. They have over 100,000 members in their Facebook group, over 100,000 subscribers. They they have, like, the best team of John Boat or boat builders, the tin can crew. They have a shop where you can, if you have the measurements and you need a hatch for your John Boat build, you can go on tinyboatnation.net and buy one specific to your needs, you know, or aluminum, whatever you need. Uh, and, uh, we're going to have a discount code to share. I haven't got it yet, but we'll have one to share. Um, kayak cushion, right? Kayak cushion yes. is another proud oh partner. My God. Right. Your ass. Absolutely, dude. I, I got one for the John boat. Most comfortable. And you don't even have to use it for a kayak or John boat. If you're going to a sporting event, put it on the bleachers. We know those bleachers give you a, a, a dry, itchy ass. G- get on a kayak cushion. Flat right? ass. Look, That's
1: Here, so, 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 Frank, Frankie, side note. This is why I love kayak cushion. And this is I, I need I need to talk to uh what's his name there? Brandon. I am a certified ergonomist. I used to do ergonomic assessments oh. for Fortune 100 companies and up. Okay. And so the the kayak
0: cushion is an
1: ergonomist
0: dream. they are i'll tell you right now that thing we did a a custom slay nation order uh Mm you know he
1: posted about it it's been a while ago but he posted about it i remember yeah
0: so we placed one of his largest custom orders and uh i'll tell you straight up um well my battery's gone um oh here we
1: go with fucking people ending early
0: all right let's go so whatever. So awesome stuff, awesome product. Uh Omnia Fishing. That's an online retailer. You know Seth Fighter? He's sponsored with Omnia Fishing. We got them on board. We are really excited to work with them and they're one of the only retailers right now that has the Rapala DT8s. So I think they're all sold out. But my ass has been looking because I want some. Um you got some? No, I want some. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you, yeah. Said you had some. I'm about to say I wish. No, but they're out of stock. <laughs> they, they went up And they sold out and I knew that was going to happen because that's the, that's, it's the first grapple that came out with the DT eights. Uh, so check out Omnia fishing, uh, Z bait company, another great salt plastic company hunter out of Pennsylvania is just a great guy. Love his, he knows that I love his bamboo bombers. He knows that naughty fish outfitters out of, uh, Virginia, Lawrence Martinez, another vet, another great buddy. Great guy to drink beers with. That would be a great guest to have on as Naughty Fish Outfitters. You would have a great time with Lawrence and Andrew. Um, Stretching lines, angler gear. Damien, big D, my boy, hopping on board. And also, I created a signature Slay Nation custom jig with Damien. He's making them all. Every member gets one included in their membership. Damien is going to be a guest in an
1: upcoming episode for Shizzle.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Good guy. Out of Connecticut too. Tourney tag, right? Protect your identification cards and paper or whatever the hell you use. Slide it in that turnie tag. Love Bill Rodriguez. Savior outdoors. Save your yes. outdoors. So protect. We talked about dropping rods in the water, diving in. <laughs> if you have a savior outdoors rod butt, all right, take off the original rod butt, put one on. It's a balloon system, 60-foot cord. You're golden. All right. Take care of your investments, save your outdoors. And they have all different colors to match whatever color rod. If you really care about matching or you just want an all black one, they do have a lime green and black one. That I like, I have one on a custom sleigh rod, but, but uh,
1: they have to have different colors because somebody like me, who's colorblind. Oh, can't see okay. a red or a green mixed upon the stuff. And also, your Outdoors sponsors Faith and Fishing Podcast, who will also be an upcoming guest.
0: Awesome. Small world. Fishing is a small world. A Dosa Reel, Little Tommy. That's our Florida, our Central Florida kayak, our small, small vessel series director. That's his company. He does uh, real maintenance and repairs, right? I literally sent him one of my bait casters. I had an issue with the braking system. I got it back in two days, literally, ready what? to go. Let, two days like he fixed it that night he got it fixed it within like i don't know he said like an hour it wasn't that hard I, re- I need that because i've got three green corados i need to get then you need to hit up a time. hit up tommy and i'll give you our discount code. yeah yeah, yeah for sure for um, sure. And, and, and,
1: and down here in the south we call it, it ain't
0: little it's lou 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 tommy. lou tommy, lou tommy. Dude, Tommy. Tommy. His real name is Lionel Simmons, but he looks like that comedian <laughs> Tommy. Uh You don't talk about Tommy. Uh, that's how we got the nickname. That's how. Got it. <laughs> so, but I mean, it little them,
1: Tommy is little Tommy.
0: Little little Tommy. Little Tommy, man. <laughs> Let's go hit the cypress trees.
1: You, All you, right, you gonna dude. Start talking to your wife tonight, and she's like, "What the
0: fuck are you saying, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> That shit's funny. Uh, so this is a cool company, and they're 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 still brand new. Cat three tackle. Have you heard of Cat Three Tackle? I have not. All right, cat three tackle, Ben Adrian, kayak angler. He created this hydro prop. I did it when I was trying to enter, you know, doing trying to do my get into the podcasting thing. I have a podcast slaying with Frankie. It's on uh, Spotify. I interviewed Ben and he created something from a McDonald's toy, right? It's like it's a hydro prop. And you put it on your line, you stop it with a bobber stop. So you could put it six inches from your lure, one foot, whatever. You could put it in front of a chatter bait, in front of a crank bait. It basically makes it look like a small ball of shad, And it rotates and has little willow leaf blades on it, right? Chrome willow leaf blades. So it's a different t- type of attractant. And uh, you could put it on anything. You could put it on any, any fast-moving lure, the, he hasn't even done all the applications to see, but he's catching kingfish, kingfishers, whatever the hell they're called. They're catching saltwater fish, Uh king not just bass. Are a bird, but okay. Oh, uh, what <laughs> I said, kingfish. Maybe that's what I'm talking up <laughs> But still are. a bird. <laughs> hey, maybe if you could catch, bird, catch birds. He's catching birds with his bait. You could catch birds. Is real. That's it's how you birds, know it's yes. legit. Yes. <laughs> that's legit when you're catching birds. <laughs> but check out Cat Three Tackle. It is an awesome product. Cat
1: Three Tackle. Yes, okay.
0: really cool product. Um, I think he's I think he's in Tackle Warehouse now. Like freaking oh, awesome. Oh shit. Um, hey, that's I'm the, a- Yeah, absolutely. Poe Bassin. That's our so uh Bassier or Georgia Small Vessel Director. Georgia that's right from georgia that's georgia. right uh, ike live right ike live i already did a shout out we got them on the jerseys baby let's go i love ike that's right uh he so dude he you're meat i know now i think you might have saw me post or I, I i think i was i conversing with you but i know you like to uh grill barbecue right you like to oh right? shit My- I, I'm a barbecue motherfucking king. That's right. That's right. And so Heat Your Meat is seasonings out of Connecticut. Andy's famous, uh, you know, stuff. Yes. Sauce. And yes. so Heat yes. Your Meat, yep. Heat Your Meat is, I got their everything seasoned bagel. I got their mild. I got their hot. I got their Dalmatian rub. Um, I'll tell you straight up, if you like seasonings and you like things a little hot, right? You yes. got to check out. Heat your meat, because I'll tell you straight up, it's I can't wait to get more. I'm out of it. And I gave my brother-in-law some for Christmas. So heat your meat, dog. Um, Tourney X, of course, love our boy Dwayne Wally, right? Always. We're not switching to fishing chaos. So that's what we're talking about. We're not cornering anybody, and we're representing a few more uh, veteran-owned organizations, Fish or Die Baits right out of Pennsylvania. The cool thing about these baits, it's all his original products, all his original baits. And then he had the, right? He had the, uh, the the cavity CNC, all original stuff. So it's not just custom colors, it's also original baits. And he's got some cool, cool looking baits that I can't wait to try. And then Third Eye Fishing, another brand new company making some really cool stuff. So a lot of these are newer partners with us that I'm excited to be working with. And um, so far have been a blast to work with. So um, that's it. And you can check out all this on slay nation, fishing.com go to our title sponsor, anywhere you see a logo, click on it. It'll take you straight to their website. So you could see what they got going on,
1: man. that That's awesome. And, and what's cool is, is y'all have so, you, know, some new upcoming small companies that, probably a lot of people outside of their area have never heard of. Yeah. Then you've got some that are probably regionally based. And then obviously you've got some that, that are known worldwide. Let's just say I can bass you because everybody knows I can bass you. But I mean, that's that, that speaks a lot to what you are doing for the industry. Yeah. That that you've got some of the names that you've (laughs) got in there. And yeah, so well it's not some of these folks associated with some of these companies are coming on as future guests. Yeah. Um and, yeah. and not 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 after this, like they've been scheduled. Yeah,
0: that's dope. <laughs> so, it's so, a small I mean, it's a small world, yeah, man. And, small world know, for sure. You know, well, I'm watching your all your guests in past episodes. I'm like, Holy shit, you know, this guy's got some really good guests, like you know, when Matt Pangrat, who you know, BTL. Not everybody knows who BTL is. There's people out there that think they're fish heads. And I'm like, how do you not know Bass Talk Live and Mark Jeffries? How do you think Ike Live Show got started? Mark Jeffries. How do started? you think live coverage, well, that's true too. of professional that's true
1: fishing that got true started true. was Mark Jeffries?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's live
1: live fishing, <laughs> live fishing started. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Frank, you there? Oh, my God. Either Frank went potty or we lost him. Okay, let me text him. Oh, he's texting me. (laughs) Hold
0: on. Can you hear me? Oh yes, he's back. It's going to shut off, so we're going to have to wrap it up.
1: All right, all right, all right. Let's hurry up. So, so we'll cover this. So, y'all, y'all listen to everybody. Frank talked about. Um, follow him. Go to Slay Nation to look at look at the sponsors. Yes, and Frank, can I?
0: One more thing. We're we're sure. gonna, we're doing Slay Station. All right. Yes. So what that is. We're gonna do we're gonna cover our all the tournaments that go on in 2022. So I'm I'm gonna record or go live twice a month, covering whatever tournaments happened those two weeks prior. And we're gonna shout out right all the winners, all the lunker, how much they won, bring some guests on, like we've done on Slay Nation Live. We'll bring on partners, we'll bring on business owners, we'll bring on the anglers, directors, people in the industry and uh we're gonna try that's gonna be you know go subscribe to our youtube channel please because i haven't touched that and we have like 10 subscribers or something never messed with youtube but we got to start building a following on there and uh and we're really excited for 2022 and and paul before this thing shuts off dude, i want to thank you bro this was tons of this what a crazy episode man not recording the first half hour talking about giving birth giving given birth computer dies uh, whatever, dude. This is this is the adventure. I mean, can you even <laughs> see me? Where's my camera? Um,
1: no, I can't. I, we, we got audio. There oh, we go. We go. See, How is your computer done? Motherfucker, you don't got no plug-ins in your damn basement?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I didn't plug anything in, man. I got the spotlight right, on right, me. Look, guys, a
1: couple things real quick before we get out of here. Look, check out Jigs and Bigs' latest Ooh. episode. It's their their 2021 finale Great episode! Check out KBN Bass Nation's last episode. Yep. They cover their rankings and a bunch of other shit. Great yep. time! Awesome, Jeff, Jeff and Ryan, and also look! Thank y'all so much for hanging around with Bass and Brews. We love you. Thank you. And since y'all didn't get to see the intro music. We're going to take it on the outro music. And, Frankie, hold on. We're going to do the outro music real quick. And then hold on. I'm going to holler at you. But thank you all so much. Holler at me, Paul Hills on Instagram. And um, yeah, anyway, we we fucking done. It's been a long night. We done.